advise you to get off the streets as quickly as possible. It'll soon be a war up there. And we are, as a people, opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths. I know for a fact. And to secret proceedings. Weapons of mass destruction. I have a dream. I take the threat very seriously. A new world order. Your government thanks you for your participation. You are now listening to the world-famous Sofa King Podcast. Please, read from sheets. I am... Sofa King. Now repeat all very fast, please. I am Sofa King. Faster. I am Sofa King. Not so fast. Loses meaning. I am Sofa King. You say funny thing. This shit is fucking fire. I forgot about this. What's that one? Corbin Cash. 19 Julie Bamer, yeah, that is fire. What this is that one that had the high octane fucking? Huh. What is it? It's 123 <clears> proof. <throat> oh fuck! Oh yeah, yeah. I shot that at the fucking clink, and I was like, <laughs> "Woo!" That shit came out my nose. I yeah, hundred proof is pretty spicy. Like, hundred proof. That might. Yeah, it's good, but your it, whistle pig flavor. Yeah. Yeah. Open your whistle pig. <clears throat> so moving on <clears throat> to uh, whistle pig. We we talked about whistle pig. If you didn't hear our last episode. Uh, we've been talking about kind of we wanted to try Whistle Pig. Yeah. And brought to us by Zach. What's his last name? Smith. Zach Smith. Yeah. He's and a big Whistle Pig fan. He turned us on to it. Yeah. So we're trying it out. It is a rye whiskey. This one's the Whistle Pig 12. Canadian and I noticed rye. on the label, it's very, yeah, it's very small on these tiny labels, but yeah. it is Canadian uh, rye whiskey. It's got um, much, much better legs than the 10. If, like yeah, it's very greasy sure. in the glass. It's darker too. It's it's, it's a lot darker. darker. It's a lot darker. <clears throat> it's, it's actually lower darker. Octane. It's actually darker than the uh, or as dark as the fifteen. So um, it smells very rich. So yeah, it, does, so it doesn't smell as fiery as the other so one. So we did the ten on the last episode. Here's the twelve. <clears throat> you didn't clank me, bitch. You motherfucker. <laughs> Take your half-ass fucking pity clink. Oh, that's still pretty warm. It's not like um, Brad was on a mission. He's like clink drink. Oh, that's just good. That's really nice. This one's it's it's this good. Considerably it's better though. than the other. No, one, No, it's definitely the twelve. If I'm gonna buy one, I'm not buying it's that. Got 10. like a no, no. You're buying twelve. Cut grass taste. It's funny. I got like baby pull that last one. This one's good. <clears throat> It's, it's very, very smooth, but it is warm. It is warm. It is a very warm. What's it's the, warm. It's, the, warm. it's very true to the tin, like mm-hmm. on the warmness. Um, it is. Oh, it says 63%. It's as much as this. 63? Yeah, no, it's 43, dude. I'll say 43? No, 63. It's 83 no. proof. <clears throat> no, that's 43. I can't what's even see that. What's this number on the man? left say? What's that number say? 86 proof. <laughs> Dave's got tangled in his head. It's, 80, it's 86 proof. It's 43%. Yeah. So, <laughs> what is this number right here on the left that says 63? 83 proof. No, it says 63. Nothing says 63. <laughs> on the left. <laughs> on the left, it says 80, 86 proof. 63% Madeira cash. Right? Oh, see? It says 63. <clears throat> Who does that? Madeira cash. Why would they put a ta- like a stat like that? It says 63. It's oh, because it's Madeira blended. Cast. It's blended whiskey. So, 63% of it came from Different Madeira casks. Ta- cast. Damn, even oh, the 15. That's, <laughs> that's the cask blend. The 12's, the 12's pretty warm. Like It's still pretty warm. 
But percentage-wise, the 15 is high up there, too. We'll try is that it? on the next episode. I'm going to say, though, like, when you got 120 bucks in your pocket, <laughs> that's how much this yeah. thing costs, I'm, I'm going to buy Doll more stuff. Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah. Yeah, for the price. Yeah, for the, the price, the 12, I'm totally going for Doll more. Yeah, Dollmore Here's the thing, is, though. If, you, if you're a, a mixing person, if you like a mixed drink. I would never mix something that's 120 bucks myself. I well, no, but I think these would, to me, these would be better to make a mixed drink with. Because that flavor is going to persist, that that heat very is going to push yeah. past whatever you're mixing it with, and you're going to get a good whiskey bite on your. That drink. might just be me. I would pour some twenty dollars in Coke. I'm not pouring fucking that. Yeah, Jack Daniels is going to. Yeah, I would never do Jack and Coke. That shit tastes like pine salt to me now. I Does can't, it? Like we have gone above that, and now I'm like, oof, Jack Daniels tastes like pine salt. You Jack get Buffalo's Trace Red. Jack Daniels. Yeah, we do. Jack Daniels is pretty sweet. That's why it goes good with Coke. I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm, I'm just. I'm you haven't have, had Jack in a while, huh? I'm going to have to hang out for a while tonight. Yeah, I'm not drinking <laughs> anything else. Oh, <clears throat> uh, you know what? I mean, it's I don't just, know. It's a little sweet, but I, it's not a, bad. It's not super sweet here. Try it. I, I, I've had a bit to drink, so I don't know if my palate's a little fucked. Because I did have the fucking Julie's Fire over here. Like it the smells sweet. Corbin Cash 1917. What do you think? It's not as bad as I thought. It ain't great, but what, what does it cost? What's Jack Daniels cost for bottle of Jack Daniels? 20 bucks. For 20 bucks? Bucks? Buffalo Trace. Fuck off. Like, you're not going to buy that. <clears throat> yeah, Knowing what we know. You're you would, right. It yeah. does have that weird... Man, it's weird how your taste evolves. It does you know evolve. what I mean? Like, and that's the thing. Like, for 20 bucks, I could buy that. For 26 bucks, I, know the I can gentleman, buy Pendleton. I know the gentleman yeah, Jack is better. 17 But even Pendleton... I think if you go back to Pendleton, it's not as good as you thought it was. No, I still I still really no, like Pendleton. I still really like it. Don't go get it. Don't go get it. I can't even get it. I have to like I haven't yeah, my allowance has been spent I can't know I still I still really like Pendleton um, well I can tell you right now like the 12 I, I can see um, why some people would appreciate the whistle pig 12 like they have that uh, palette for it like right. they, they want that flavor um, I, it's just not for me it almost tastes like, like a bourbon more than a rye kind of it, it, it's very warm yeah it is very warm it, it's very like I got like a warm you know heat around the tongue like not down the throat like like the there was no chest burn it's not hot like that even the even the hunter proof it's not a not a chest burn uh type of what happened to i can't drink anymore <laughs> i have to know like it's been so long since i had that <laughs> well that's the 1910 though that's not the regular pendleton well, well, it's still to only 20 dollars no this is like 35 dollars pendleton no, the 1910 is closer to 40 no yeah, yeah 1910 yeah, this is like a 40 bottle 1910 is like a 40 dollar bottle well, like you're gonna get it 12. at 38. I can't compare that to Jack. What am I doing? The regular Pendleton. Is, it is a rye. Jack's yeah. bourbon. So yeah. The one thing I've noticed lately is that uh, at first I thought it was just because of St. Patrick's Day. Jameson's has just like dropped in price universally by like five or six bucks. Yeah. Jameson's used to be like twenty five to thirty dollars a bottle. Yeah. It's not even like on sale. It's just like twenty one bucks everywhere. Yeah. They released their cask editions like a, a year, year and a half ago. And, and those were like at the time like thirty five bucks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now those are like what regular Jameson used to be priced at. Those are normally like twenty six to twenty eight dollars. Huh. Regular Jameson is like twenty one. Marketing wise, you should bucks. you could come up from the bottom. Don't bring the bottom down and then drop. Like 
You know what I mean? You're already there. Unless well, you're just that, trying to saturate the market. Like well, you've that, got enough, you've got enough supply that or, you can do Or they're do not it. selling. Like there's so many other whiskeys out there. Like they, they, they figured they That's had to true. drop That's true. Jameson price, used to like, be the shit. It was like Sizzler. Jameson was the Sizzler. You know what I mean? Like it was like, oh, let's get a bottle of Jameson. I think now there's just, so much shit. I think they're just trying to, I think they just like flooded their stock. And I think on purpose. Because I think they just want to be like a go-to whiskey that every it's like I can get a bot. It's not bad, twenty one yeah. bucks. I'm gonna buy it. Why the fuck would I buy Jack Daniels when I can buy a bottle of Jameson? Yeah, it's, it's cheaper, yeah. or it's cheaper. Yeah, it's cheaper and, and, and better. that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, Jameson <clears throat> is better, and the castmates. You know, is, you don't is see good. is like commercials for whiskeys. You think we would see a you bunch can. of commercials for whiskeys? Yeah, you're not I think to they do it that You way? can now. The the laws changed, but they just people just don't. Because if you had a commercial for fucking Buffalo, if you get Buffalo Trace out there, if people tried it, if normal fucking dudes that watch fucking football and bullshit, the problem is Buffalo, knew that Buffalo, Buffalo Trace, Trace tastes. Buffalo Trace needs a rebranding. It's the same thing that six six one did. You know what I mean? The or the eight oh five, the eight oh five. Mm-hmm. Same thing they did. Eight oh five had beer had been out uh, for a long time. So there was a there was a company, a beer company in Past Robles. Uh, and they had a beer for a long time, uh, Walker, whatever the Firestone Walker, yeah, whatever Texas it was. Ranger, yeah, yeah. And they had a beer for a long time. They did a rebranding of it <clears throat> and, and it made it five and made it local. And it already was local, yeah, like yeah. it was already a local yeah, thing. Branded it was, it was as local. branded <laughs> and changed the branding and made it cool. And now it it blew well, up. Um, from from where it was, like to the they, point they that just, people hate on eight hundred five beer, but it's the hipster it's beer now. Yeah. Like it's like it's you know, not, it's not a bad beer. Yeah. No, and and I'm not hating on it. I don't drink it. I don't drink beer. Um, but you know, the the thing is though, like with Buffalo Trace, like I'm thinking, like it, why would I spend money on Buffalo, like the Buffalo Trace? Like it's just it kind of doesn't call to me. You know what I mean? Like the Dalmore, you look at the bottle, and I know we we've, we've talked. It's more expensive. How obviously. expensive did you have Buffalo Trace? Uh, I mean, since we had it, I'm not saying it's not good. Yeah. I'm not saying it's not, I'm saying right now, if you put up, uh, that with like another bottle, the other bottle might be more appealing to me because Buffalo Trace, like the names, like I whatever, you put up $20 and, bottles though. I think Buffalo Trace is at the top. No, I'm saying, yeah. I'm not talking about I'd tasting. I'm not talking Buffalo about, Trace. I'm not talking about tasting though. I'm talking about the brand. The brand. I'm talking about how it looks. Yeah. Because that's the first thing that you're going to yeah, look yeah. at. If you go look at beers on a shelf, there's going to be one that you're like, oh, what's that? Look it's going to call to yeah. you. Right. If you, you're looking at, um, you know, uh, what's the John Wick one you want to buy now? The Blantons. Blantons. Yeah. You look at that bottle. That bottle is different than everything yeah, else yeah. on the shelf. It makes you want It's got a horse on the top of yeah. it. What the fuck is that thing? Like, that shit looks fancy. Yeah. That shit looks fancy. You know, like that, that, you know, oh, Japanese one, that's got Japanese on it. Like, what? let me check that one out. It's going to appeal to a certain person. The Buffalo Trace, it doesn't, the name doesn't appeal to me. The bottle looks fucking whatever. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, so yeah, if they did a rebranding on one, it. I get, yeah, I agree with that. But I'm not about the branding on that. But yeah, when you walk I'm not saying aisle, the taste. Like, the taste can be cool great. Bottle, $180 on that grenade bottle that has a fucking horse on top. Cool. You know, and then you look yeah. at fucking Jameson, like, had it, heard of it. Buffalo Trace, like twenty bucks. Like you still might follow the yeah. price, though. You might follow the price, maybe. And still buy it. But yeah. I'm saying though, if you want a higher end person to buy your shit, the branding has to change. Right. That's like what I'm that, saying. That right there for for it might be good. Like I said, I, but it's not something that I'm like, oh, I'm gonna put that on my shelf because that shit's fucking badass looking. It has to taste as good as it looks. Yeah. And I never see Buffalo Trace for twenty. I bucks. really don't either. I've never it's seen it. every all the time. Ready twenty one bucks. Every time I'm yeah. ever anywhere, it's always closer to thirty, Here, and it's I'll not get some worth. Right now. It's not I'll worth thirty. There you go. That's what I was gonna grab it for you. Yeah. It's not bad. It's not. I mean, I like it. It's not bad, but it's it's not. 
it's not what I'm getting at. We've had a serious range. whiskey week. We people are we have. Our whiskey I hope talk. people aren't tired of our whiskey yeah. talk. We, we do have a whiskey wall. I don't apologize. <clears throat> I apologize for a lot of yeah, things yeah, in my life. Not for not his? for drinking whiskey. Yeah. Yeah, his podcast is his ours. True. Oh, is that a different okay. Buffalo Trace? I don't no, know. That's Buffalo Trace. Kentucky Straight Bourbon. That's it. That's normal. Green bottle. on the back. I think that's normal. I think that's a different one. No, is it it's green? just regular old. They're making me question it now. That green looks weird to me now that you said that. It's not like a <laughs> different cask or a different year or something. I don't think so. Huh. It doesn't even have a year on it. That's one of the problems. I'm looking. <sighs> I mean, so while while we're looking, I will mention that this podcast is not brought to you by whiskey, but it is brought to you by El Yucateco hot sauce. Um, put it in your mouth; it will make you happy. I discovered. Uh, that might be an older style bottle. I think it is. I think it's a different. But right now, man, Instacart bottle. 2102, 1950, 2599 at Target. So 1950, 2102, and 25, an mm-hmm. average of about 22 bucks. I'm not, I drank a bottle of it and really liked it, and then I bought a second bottle, and I was kind of over yeah, it. Yeah, a bottle. You drink a bottle. Yeah. Dude, it doesn't take much to drink a bottle, really. Like Once you nah. drink like two fingers, like it, a bottle goes faster than you fucking think. I know. I'm just. Yeah. You're going to like it. All right. Sorry. Go ahead, Dave. No, Whiskey talk over. Pickle talk begin. (laughs) (laughs) Next subject. Get to the pickles. That's what I'm about. Bradley gonna have to hang out a while. Damn. Yeah, he took the jack and then he took the he's he's whistle pig jack. And remember, nineteen dollars and fifty cents on Instacart right now. That 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 is a factor. No, um, not one hundred and twenty. It's. I mean, it's not. It's very smooth. Yeah. And it has flavor. It's just it almost is watered down a little bit. What I get that was water. I had something the other day. I was like, this tastes like fucking water. It's not like this right here. Like so, like a good whiskey. Like it'll hit, and like you just like it's just like oh my gosh, like that flavor just stays, and it like you know it it really stays. It's got the legs. Uh, And this has legs. It looks like Uh, yeah. I mean, it's it's got, but it just it's not. Maybe it's just kind of a, a real mellow flavor. I, 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 it's Maybe. good. I can't argue with you. For, and that was for from, $20. I, and that's from Adam Fleeterman. Yeah. yeah. For $20, I really can't. Um, we gotta I remember, mean, I'm not hating on it. This we, is this is really good. We got to remember when we drink this shit. John Stanton, too. I drank some of your fucking uh, brutality. When we drink it. That's, yeah. you're, they're the one I do eat. have a collection of bottles tonight. Eight bottles. Here, of, yeah. yeah. So did you guys do anything? Well, I've just taken three drinks in a row. So I did actually. I just had it on my lunch. I had uh, brown rice, black beans, teco, and red pepper hummus Mm -hmm. for lunch. You gave me some of your five hundred pack hot sauce. I didn't have teco though. Not to be named. Well, it's not hot sauce. Hot sauce. sauce. Oh, it's taco taco sauce. sauce. Different. You can put teco on the taco sauce. I've done that very thing. Yeah. Yeah. I put it in ranch. I had a new ranch that I tried. One it's of my an old ranch things? that I that I used to try, but it it used to taste like fucking chemical fucking death wrap in my mouth. It was just like you acquired a taste for chemical was, death wrap. No, they changed the recipe of. Oh, okay, it was a particular brand of vegan ranch. Why don't you just make uh with the vegan best foods? I do. Oh, you I was in. I was oh, at the you coast. You can't use the pack though. Well, no, I can't use the pack. I use my right. But I was at the coast, and I was like, I'm gonna get pizza because this pizza place has vegan cheese. I have to go to Albertsons anyway because I was picking up some stuff. So I picked up some vegan ranch. And I hit it with some El Yucateco, and it was delicious. I'm telling you, man, like, if you're out there and you think we're fucking crazy for talking about ranch and teco, it's the craziest thing. It's like putting, like, uh, like heavy whip or cream inside of coffee. How, like, it takes the bitter off of coffee. Like, when you do ranch and teco, it's like this smooth, subtle thing that, like, fucking levels everything out. Yeah. And, like, ranch is already delicious. Like, if you like ranch, 
you got to fucking try it because you put Teco in there and then it adds the fucking heat, but it takes the edge off. So you're not getting like fucking hit with like hot sauce. If you're not used to hot sauce and use that shit on fries or something, it's fucking crazy. And man. if you're not American and you've never had ranch, I feel sorry for you. I'll send you a pack. I try yeah. to spread the word about ranch. Pretty fantastic. Yeah. Although I do remember when I was in Iceland, the cool ranch Doritos were called cool American Doritos. <laughs> That's fucking so. Funny. Do you make ranch with like dill and shit? Like you actually yeah. do your own ranch? Yep. I need your recipe, sir. Yeah. Yeah. It's actually, it's, it's a dill, riff. What is it? Dill, mayonnaise. Dill, dill onion powder. Onion powder. Uh, garlic powder, black pepper, salt, uh, granulated, uh, or the, the little dried diced onion things. Yeah, yeah. And then some apple cider vinegar, some uh, milk of your choice, and then the mayo. What do you need? I don't do milk. I just do Fantastic. water. But I know milk makes it a little creamier. Yeah. And has some, it has some milk has flavor too. It does. Like depending on the it milk, it has that I mean, creaminess too. Yeah, yeah. we could put in like what, like what kind of like oat milk or almond milk or something. Usually oat milk these yeah. days. It's my go-to. Yeah, oat milk's pretty good. It's fucking great. I feel like it's, man, I know it's weird because like you try the stuff like like you wanted me to try the diet mac and cheese. Ah, like certain things that are vegan, I'm like, fuck yeah, that was good, dude. Like I've tried some shit. Like I got some vegan Dino Nuggets, and those fucking things are killer. Blows my mind that you didn't like that tell. mac and cheese, man. That dude, stuff is amazing. I know you say that, man, but I fucking this is what I honestly think. Like I'm trying as hard as I can to be like open to everything, and like vegan's just a mm-hmm. sidestep from fucking vegetarian. It's not that hard. A couple things, and I'm open minded about it. I'm not being closed minded because I'm I've been vegetarian for like 31 days now today as of today. The vegan thing, I have liked some shit. The diet sliced cheese fucking I, it's fine i'll put it on sandwiches i don't mind at all and it's an easy fucking swap that diet mac and cheese though man it was weird it was not it is not fucking like craft shells and cheese or velvet no, shells and not cheese. At it all. is far from and it, it never will be i know and i don't like the but i'm I, not crazy about the slice diet really slice i just yeah. think that like it's been so fucking long since you realized the real like that it's so far separated that like it is good to you and it would be good to me given enough time i'd be like Oh yeah, no, I, I, I think I miss cheese or something. I, I think disagree. your taste buds have changed because no. you bring some stuff sometimes, like the seitan or something, and or some weird thing you brought. And I was like, or my buddy who was it? It was Nick. My buddy Nick is fucking vegetarian, and he brought me some cheese. Like these things are great, and I was like, this shit tastes like fucking soy mm-hmm. sauce and cardboard. Mm-hmm. Like you have been so you far. Just have a, you, I mean, so far up your own ass. You don't I, know what good. I like. fully agree yeah. that my taste buds have changed. Yeah. But well, I, well, they had. I would, if you I haven't would, had sugar I, in forever, I place money on on people liking the diet. Uh, mac and cheese yeah i don't know well man. there's there's a lot of people that I like a lot like of it. shit that you don't like right. you know what i mean I, like, yeah, honestly just, i think my daughter ended up eating it so like i think she was okay with it she liked it yeah um and yeah. then the, like even the diet slice cheese tastes it smells like the craft singles like the shit cheese and the wrapper yeah. or whatever but they did a damn good job with texture it's yeah. made out of cashews or something i don't know how the fuck they even did that pea protein yeah, something yeah. fucking weird. But it, but it, the blocks, you need to try the diet block. I didn't it's, see it. They had it's slices. Harder to find. You can two, shred your own the cheese. Two shreds. Yeah. I got the vegan. Is it more expensive? Pizza. Cheese. Uh, yeah. Regular it's cheese getting, is expensive. It's expensive, but it's dude, getting the diet, like what? Like how much is a one pound block? Dude, the diet wasn't that far off regular cheese, man. Like the fucking oh, little really? singles pack, it was like a dollar more, and then the mm. shreds, it was like a dollar more. It really mm. wasn't that much. Mm. I haven't really done much with the shred thing. Does yet, it melt the same? That's what I was gonna say. I haven't tried to melt it. There's yeah. different kinds. The one that's harder to find melts really well and tastes good, but the one that's pretty common isn't nearly yeah. as good. I'm going back to no dinner, so I'm I'm uh, I realize that that's it's weird for me that you can do that you can do no dinner. I can yeah. do no breakfast and lunch, but I have to fucking eat before I go to sleep. It's a comfort for me, man. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah. my like. I'm I get going to bed. I get hungry. Like it's like a weird thing. Like I get hungry, 
And and if, uh, but then it subsides, like it goes away, and I actually feel better when I wake up. Like I mean, I'm hungry when I wake up, right? But that's good because my metabolism. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I want. I'm not sleeping on anything heavy, so um, yeah. It really. It's just I. I need lunch. Like yeah. I have to have lunch. Yeah. I can have a coffee for breakfast, but right. by the time eleven rolls around, well, I'm fucking starving. It might be like when you get on sleep schedule, we're like just fucking go to bed early and you'll wake up early or stay up late, yeah. you know, whatever. Maybe yeah. because you went to bed without fucking dinner so long, yeah, you're fucking just, hungry yeah. at lunch, right? Yeah, and, yeah, and you got your yeah. body switched. Yeah, to that. yeah. So that that's and then if I eat lunch, I'm not really that hungry at dinner. And to mine, I'm like, like hey, I skipped breakfast, I skipped lunch, I'm fucking starving. starving I'm not at going dinner. to bed. Yeah. yeah, but if you started eating, if you started if if you ate a big breakfast right. and then rolled into lunch, you might be like, I don't, I don't know, I don't know that man. hungry at lunch. Today you know? I, had, I had fucking two pieces of toast and I actually had eggs today. Mm. Um, I had two pieces of toast, two eggs, and then I had fucking rice, black beans, hummus, and triple X, and I'm fucking kind of hungry. Like, I'm pretty hungry right now. What time is it? It's late, though. It's time to talk about Harley Davidson. Oh, yeah. What time it is. So our topic today <clears throat> is Harley Davidson, the motorcycle company. I wanted to. I wanted to look into it because I was actually curious about curious. Curious. New Soch. I was shit. I was curious. It was actually a mashup of Harley. <laughs> I was curly is curious about Harley Davidson. Yeah. yeah. I was curious about Harley, and I was curious yeah. about Davidson because those yeah. were two guys. And it's like I really I didn't know anything about him. I was like they fucking launched the biggest motorcycle company in America. And I was just curious about it. I also, I kept seeing a commercial. I didn't see the actual show. I kept seeing a commercial for some history channel show where they talk about inventors like yeah. Tesla and Boeing and uh, uh, Harley and all these different people. And I was like, oh, let's look into look it. Right I almost put them like in the same, like, obviously it's not the same category. Like it's a, it's a fucking different monster. But I almost put the, like Harley in the same category as like the Wright brothers. Like Harley motorcycles have been around for a long time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Over a hundred. Yeah. From the turn of the century. Years, yeah. Yeah. And, and, and kind of the same, similar to airplanes. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? It was like a, um, and I, and I feel like the antique of it, you know what I mean? The, right. the, how old they are, how old the brand is. Mm -hmm. Like, it's like, you think about like somebody like the Wright brothers who were inventing airplanes, like right. this shit's going on at the same, same time. time yeah. You know, they're creating motorcycles with these single well, cylinder engines. And it's funny because you had like <clears throat> fucking horse drawn carriages and then you like sort yeah. of in the late 1800s start to get some kind of car. And even before Ford, yeah. like fucking got yeah, the steam, factory assembly, you had, you had car, some little yeah. cars and shit. Yeah. It was only a matter of time. Someone was like, let's take that bicycle and put a fucking little motor on it. Yeah. And I mean, keep yeah. in mind, like they're, already were motorcycles when these guys yeah. hit the stage yeah like their original goal wasn't to make a motorcycle their original goal was to make an engine that you could mount yes. on a bicycle yourself yes so that yeah. was that was the fitting a need like most right. people had a bicycle like how can we how, how can, can we use power a motor that? on it yeah, yeah. And, and it's like the american way because like fucking scooters came out and pretty soon you got fucking scooters with motor electric right. powered scooters like that shit happens now oh they got fucking hoverboards now yeah, exactly. you know what i mean they yeah. anything with fucking wheels right. you know a skateboard let's put some let's put a right. fucking motor on it you know right like that's the fucking I mean, american way first you know? they came up with a rickshaw and then they figured out a way to strap a genetically modified kangaroo in front of exactly it. one time they tried putting yeah. me in front of it or a genetically a, a genetically modified chinese man yes that yeah. happened too with long legs long legs they extended so, them they had surgery the company itself like looking into it like right now before going back in time is uh the fact that they've done amazing things with the brand 
right? And I'm not sure, like, if you're listening to this from another country, I'm not sure what Harley Davidson means in your country. Yeah, if that's there, true. I didn't think about that. If there's a symbol yeah. behind it, if there's, because in America, it's like the bad boy chopper. Like it's yeah. there, there's a connotation to Harley Davidson that, that, I mean, that when you say Harley, I picture a fucking dude in jeans with yep. a fucking vest on and fucking a beard. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you, you, the quintessential Harley right. guy, right. You know, a little like bit older. Yeah. Kind I mean, of grizzled and tough. Yeah. 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 I mean, I think it's like us in the UK, there's like Harley and there's triumph, you know what I mean? Yeah. There were some other mm-hmm. shit, like Indians and stuff, but I think that that was it. Like it went kind of global. Like I right. think Harley, I read it in there. Harley was like the first global after brand. Yeah. Anyway. Right. Right. So, um, one thing I didn't know is that 5% of the company's net revenue just comes from selling shit with the logo on it. And I thought about that when I read that, actually. I was like, you know, how much shit are you buying when you feel like something is the brand? You're like, oh, I'm going to get this fucking, this girl's like, I'm going to get a Harley purse. You're like, no, nah, that's some weird fucking company that pays a percentage to be able to slap yeah. that shit on there. And they well, made but here's the thing, though. Sure. Like, I mean, Harley Ford, Ford uh, in the early 2000s made a F-250 right. with the Harley. It's a Harley F two fifty, right? And it has the logo emblems in the seats. Yeah, it has but the most logos on that, on the it's side. pretty clear that that is a like it's a marketing. Thing. It's a themed yeah. truck versus when you get a product like a purse or a backpack or some fuck a jacket, like you got a shirt. But they still it's paid like, to use the rights to that. Yeah, logo. but it's like Fruit you know of Loom I mean? paid to make a Harley shirt. It's not really a Harley. Well, but here's shirt. the thing, though. But, here's- but that's what I'm saying. Yeah, <clears throat> Ford went to Harley and said, "Hey." You know, can we use your logos? Can we get the rights to put it on this truck? Because we have this idea because it's going to sell that. to this it's type like of Eddie person. Eddie Bauer, I get it. But yeah. I'm just saying, like, the other ones are under the guise of, like, this is a Harley shirt. And well, it's here's, not. Oh, it's here, not made by Harley. Yeah. yeah. But here's the difference, though. Like, I think most people, you know, a lot of people are loyal. They're brand loyal to whatever type of vehicle that they drive. Yeah. So it's like, I, you know, I drive a Kia because I fit in it. I'm usually, uh, to- I'm usually like, Toyota only right you're usually now. I'm Toyota, you're usually Ford. Yeah, I'm a but Ford it's like, guy, yeah. but you're not walking around with a Ford shirt on. No, but no. most people I know who have a Harley have a Harley hat Motor- and a couple of Harley shirts Motorcycles and maybe a Harley jacket. Exactly. I am a Honda guy. And right. if you notice, yes, I wore yeah, Honda yeah, shirts. Yeah. So, so motorcycles are different. Like even like the, like when I, when I used to go to uh, Hawaii all the time with fuzzy, we would always stay at the Hilton Hawaiian Village, and one of the big stores in the lobby that was always fucking busy was the Harley store. And it was always couples that were in there, and they were, it was like you always saw like the wife or the girlfriend like buying a shirt for their boyfriend or husband because they own a Harley. I think the difference is. So it's is like it, I'm here and I'm buying Harley shit because. It blurs the line between hobby, sport, and leisure. Like it's like yeah. a thing yeah. where like Honda, okay, you're going to be motocross. And so it's like, oh, motocross stuff, you do wear shit. But in generally, you don't see across any vehicle brand, like a car. No one's really wearing a Dodge shirt or a fucking Toyota shirt. I mean, people like, Or a do. Honda shirt they because do. they drive a Civic. Yeah, it's not, yeah, like, it's not that. To the, yeah. to the extreme. I rock yeah. a mic like a vandal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Light up a stage and wax a chump like a candle. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's like, that's, that's the thing when I play a dope melody. Anything yeah. less than the best is a felony. Love yeah. it or leave it. Better give way. Better hit bulls like the kid don't play. If there's a problem, you all solve it. I'm stopping. I'm stopping. But it's, you don't the, have it's, to. it's the you, leisure. You need to represent. Just it, it is the revel leisure, in your tier. The yeah. hobby. You know what I mean? That's that's the difference. It's recreational. There's a yeah, recreational yeah. aspect to it. It's the or the culture side of it, where mm-hmm. cars just normal vehicles don't have that. Right. It's not a normal unless someone owns like a vintage car. 
It's like, the, oh, yeah, someone owns yeah. a fucking Volkswagen 68 bus. Mustang. Yeah. They're going to have a fucking vintage looking Mustang shirt. And yeah. You know what I mean? Possibly. Yeah. There's like a weird, yeah. there's a different. It has it, to it be a, a smaller yeah. percentage. It's like no one's bragging mm-hmm. about their Ford Focus. It's that we no. are the, we are the one. There's certain cars that yeah. deal with this shit. Right. I spent the money to own a Harley or I deal with the fucking carburetor problems on a Volkswagen bus and right. I can only go 10 miles an hour. It, right. is, it is a leisure. It is a leisure thing because you would have most people have a car. To, to get them to and from work or whatever. And then some people have the luxury to own yeah. a Harley. It's just like having the luxury to own a trailer, right? you know, an RV or a motor home, you know what I mean? Or a second home, you know what I mean? Like Which, it's, it's just on a different level, you know, like um, those are, those are, that's how it's looked at, you know? So when you see a guy on a Harley, you're like, man, that guy he's he's free. You know what I mean? Right. And if you've ever ridden a motorcycle, like, motorcycles are the most freeing thing it's like riding a horse you know what i mean like it's like it, it you you get this feeling yeah you know you have a feeling of freedom you're out in the open you know what i mean you're riding the wind is hitting you right, you know right so uh, i mean it sounds huge... i had that honda moped and it went like 35 yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. but, but <laughs> i'm gonna tell you right now that i get it i do fucking yeah. get it i used to ride that little motherfucker all over it, the place it's the same thing in a jeep with no doors and no top yeah. you know what i mean it, it, you get that same like you're 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 you kind of connect with the outdoors you kind of connect and with jeep the, is one of those the recreation dude you know? waved at me this morning some yeah. old fucking willy jeep you know what i mean there's a weird separate thing because they're like oh mm-hmm. i get it like right you got no fucking ac in that motherfucker and the doors yeah. will fall off. And, and I know people who who ride motorcycles give a little motorcycle wave to anybody else on a motorcycle. But I'm guessing if you're on a Harley and you see somebody on a Harley, you don't, your you wave don't. is going to be a little bit different. Well, the the Harleys wave at the Harleys. Street bikes wave at street bikes. Oh, street right. bikes don't wave at Harleys. Gotcha. And I know. So what people, what do you do on a BMW? What do you mean? Like a BMW motorcycle? Just yeah, keep your nose up. It was there. already there. Yeah, you you wave, wave at other BMWs. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's really it's really a type of motorcycle though, because like if you're okay. on if you're on like a bagger, you know what I mean, like that other guy that's on a bagger, which is which is the one with the windshield and the bags on the side, mm-hmm, the, okay. the big bike, uh, you you have something in common with another right. guy. You have appreciation for that machine as opposed to a guy with a bobber. You know, a guy in a bobber is gonna have the real. Uh, a shaved down bike and it just has the bare necessities with the ape hangers maybe you know right. what i mean like it has a real small pan seat or something you know uh, that's a whole different uh type of person who rides right. that you know what right. i mean the guy that's riding the bagger is riding the bagger it's comfortable it's big there's storage the other guy that's riding the bobber is probably fucking mad because he has to wear a helmet in california right you know what i mean and, right. and, and it's a whole different thing you know so so the the part of this was you know intentional I guess there was an ad campaign from Honda um, when Honda was first getting American or the American market. They were starting to to sell uh, Hondas in America and, and uh, you know motorcycles specifically. And they had an ad campaign that said, "You meet the nicest people on a Honda," and that was like their catchphrase. Yeah. So the whole thing was like, "Go out on your Honda, meet new people, like whatever." Yeah. And then it, it Harley builds community, they're right. building community. But Harley Davidson leaned in the exact opposite sort of antisocial like hell's angels hell's angels like bad like bat the bad boy element like you don't meet nice people on a fucking harley exactly and that was they leaned into it yeah they started because they took a shit for a while we'll get there in the timeline but when they finally kind of got their senses back together they started to design the harleys to look like the 50s and 60s harleys that everybody 
yeah. thought of with a bad boy attitude and whatever. Like and they, they still, quit. yeah, they still continue they still to look do. like, like the, they didn't the evolve. Look, no, yeah. the look still harkens back to. They've like tried. They've made some futuristic looking shit, and people don't buy it. They no, don't buy yeah. it. No, yeah, yeah, yeah there's not. some very terrible. Like, but if Honda or BMW release some futuristic looking shit, no one would bat an eye. It's at expected. They're Japanese. They're European. You know, like but with Honda, you want a hog. Yeah, you want that classic. The Harley, yeah, or a Harley. You want you want a hog. Um, so uh, you want the loud pipes, you want, you know what I mean? The raw engine. And I didn't know there was a Harley bell. Yeah. I I was going to start looking for that. There's some weird superstition where if you buy this bell, you'll have good luck and it like wards off fucking street demons or something. Yeah. And if someone else, there's a lot of, there's a lot of else, but they actually on all Harleys, they put a little place on the back where the Harley bell can hang. And they said, if you, if you, if someone gives it to you, you have twice the good fortune versus if you buy it, you have good fortune. And I started (laughs) to look at images of Harley bells and there's, they're pretty fucking cool looking. Like there's a lot of really cool designs and stuff. There's there's a lot of superstition in the motorcycle community, just like racing cars or anything else. You know right. what I mean? There's there's a lot of superstition like colors. You know what I mean? Like like you hear like maybe green might be bad luck. Yeah, I read you, that. You green know, is bad luck. You don't you don't see a lot of of green bikes. Like you'll right. you'll see them, but not a lot. You know what I mean? Like I guess more, it goes back to World War Two because everybody was used to driving green Harleys in World War Two and dying and probably. dying. <laughs> yeah. And then when they when they started to to buy them in America, they were like, I just want anything but yeah. fucking give me Harley red or green. white or black or some which shit. is so yeah. weird because then the Jeep Willys all come home and everybody just no one cares that the Jeep Willys the same color. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's funny strange. though. Yeah. Um, so, uh, and of course they call them hogs and this goes back to a person named Ray Weishar, who was one of what they called the hog boys. And he was a motorcycle racer in the 1920s and he consistently won. He became really famous and he was, a uh, uh, he won like all the time. That was the mascot for that race. Yeah. Team. They had yeah. a live hog as a mascot. And every time he would win the race, he would put the hog on the back of the <laughs> motorcycle and he would do one final victory lap with the hog on the motorcycle. So everyone started to turn to call them hogs. And that's now their stock symbol. Yeah. They turned it into their stock symbol. So if you look at the stock market hog and they adapted an acronym for Harley yeah. owners group now, yes. like they actually made yep. an acronym for yep. it. So I thought that that was pretty funny. So they leaned into it. They tried to um, copyright it. The term hog to be uh, so that they owned it. And I forgot what dickery happened in court. Dukes but, has uh, already had it. Some hogs. Yeah, yeah that motherfucker it. was riding literally a bicycle with a motor. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like yeah. had 10 speed wheels and right. fucking, you know, some low bars. So we go back to these two cats, William S. Harley. Um, S stands for Sylvester. Um, my favorite, uh, probably my third favorite talking cat. Yeah. Um, there's a hierarchy of talking cats. <laughs> I think there is. Fuck it, yeah. How's that your first? He's not my first. Who's your first favorite talking cat? Garfield. Sylvester's kind of annoying. Does Garfield yeah, really talk? Pretty, yeah, yeah. Garfield talks. Yeah, Garfield talks. Make sure he's being lazy and fat. Yeah, but he talks. Two things I'm down with. <laughs> <laughs> like you're, we're already getting there. I talk. Uh, I'm lazy. Fat. I'm fat. How am I not going to pick Garfield? <laughs> and who's second? <laughs> uh, you said third, bro. Yeah, I did say third. Um, Heathcliff, probably uh, not. Nah. Fuck Heathcliff, probably Pink uh, Panther. That's probably, a cat. Yeah, that's a panther though. I'd probably say a Scat Cat from Apollo Dual Video. <laughs> fuck yeah! Well, yeah. opposites attract, bro. <laughs> He's tall and skinny. Yeah, He's Scat Cat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. If you're putting me on the yeah. spot, yeah. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to cite Scat Cat. Um, such a great video. The, it's terrible. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who came up with that concept, dude? I don't know. Yeah, somebody on drugs. God like that, it's eighties. Like drugs for, for sure. It. 
Um, Fuck me. So William Remember Keanu Reeves was in Rush back in the day. He was in the Rush. Oh video. yeah, my, Rush, before he Rush. was Keanu Reeves, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he was in that Paul Abdul video as right. like the my, love interest. Yeah, like. my fucking son's memory, dude. Like I don't know what the fuck. I'm in trouble because that fool. We were driving and like, uh, and I turned the like stereo on to like turn my phone onto the stereo. You know, like hook. You know, like Bluetooth yeah. or whatever. Well, the radio came on because it wasn't connected or whatever. And fucking like some Bruce Springsteen song came on. Mm-hmm. And and he's like, oh. He's like, he started like laughing and smiling. I'm like, he's like, this is the song from the pizza parlor, dad. Dang, I'm like, the fucking God pizza damn. parlor. Like, we've been to the pizza parlor like fucking two months. Since like, you were a baby. The, no, I mean, we'd yeah. go to the, you know, we'll go eat pizza yeah, or something. But I'm like, crazy, I knew dude. what he was talking about though. Cause we go to, um, we go to me and Ed's and they have, a, they have music videos up and mm-hmm. it's always 80s music videos. <clears throat> and it was the, uh, or, or no, uh, it wasn't Bruce Springsteen. It was the dun, dun, dun. Dun 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 dun. You know what I'm talking about? Jump. That's it. Was Van Halen. Oh, Van. Yeah, there you go. That's good. Yeah, that was Van Halen. Good piano throat, bro. I yeah, yeah. got it. There. I didn't and uh, it at all. and and so like yeah, but and there's 80s videos on that screen, and, and so I knew like me and that's Brad, months ago. Me and Brad charades team. Yeah, framer yeah. test, bro. <laughs> yeah, just letting you know. There's yeah. people out there that know what's going on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So William Sylvester Harley, uh, born in 1880 Sylvester. in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, which is still the headquarters of Harley Davidson. Um, apparently at 15 years old, he started working for a place called Meiselback Bicycle Factory fuck? when he was uh, in 1901. Somebody's last name was Meiselback. Yeah. yeah and uh, so he learned how to Muscleback. make regular Muscleback. bicycles. It was There was no motors yeah. involved. There was nothing like that. But... Um, he was friends with Arthur Davidson, who I'll talk about in a second, um, who was also very – so they were, like, super smart, both of them. They were very mechanically minded, and they were just, like, into the bikes. They, I mean, I'm sure they rode bikes or whatever, but considering that it's freaking 1901, they were probably more rare, more expensive, no, you know, more you know what, fascinating. Though, I, I get that because I – I enjoy bicycles like I rode BMX. And I mean, mm-hmm. I know some people here that listen to the show uh, in town, like we ride together and, and I, I, whether I ride or not, I enjoy, I like the bike. I like right. building a bike. Right. You know what I mean? There's something about it, even if I'm not riding it. So having it or having this certain thing or, you know what I mean? Like, so I, I get that. I can oh, I relate to that. So I get it too. Yeah. But just, just to see him at 15, be smart enough to really be thinking about it. Cause they started pretty young. I mean, older than 15, but the, like to, to found a company, you know, in a couple of years, they were, they were still pretty young. Yeah. Harley so, was like 20 or something when he fucking yeah, 21 fucking I engine think. plans. Yeah. yeah so, most people died when they were 40. Yeah, so. exactly. It's kind of, so, they're, in their, they're in their like midlife at that point. He goes to college. He gets a degree in mechanical engineering at the university of Wisconsin in Madison um, he goes back to Milwaukee and he and Davidson start to work towards building a motorized bicycle, which again, they weren't trying to, it's like different. They're not they building were, a motorcycle. They're, they're building, building a motorized, motorized bicycle. bicycle yeah. yeah. Um, so they ended up, um, a lot of people don't mention there's four founders. Like it's and the whole crew is Davidson's. It's just fucking, uh, Harley. Harley. Yeah. There's three Davidson's. Yeah. It was yeah. William, it was William Davidson, um, uh, Walter Davidson, Arthur Davidson and William Harvey. Right. Yeah. Um, Harley. Yeah. Uh, so Walter was a railroad machinist um, and a, a mechanic. And then William Davidson was a tool room foreman. And they say that it was really fortuitous, all of this, because apparently 
Arthur Davidson and uh, William Harley were the the designers and the engineers of everything, but then everything that they thought about or needed to have fabricated or made, Walter and William Davidson worked in machine shops and they would be like, oh, we need this thing. I can, I'll make that make this that week. Or source it. Yeah. And they would, they would be able to, while they were building their prototypes and shit, they could go like sneak in, use their tools, use their metal. Like they were able to kind of, to, you know, work after hours at their regular job to pull shit off without having this full factory and machine shop um, themselves while they were like just getting started. Um, so Arthur Davidson, um, was supposed to, uh, I guess they were all supposed to pay in $170 in venture capital to start the company. Did they you had see like, that? I saw they had like stashed in an envelope under his mattress and the yeah, fucking cleaning and his, that you his, may have stole his it. Heinemacher Frau stole it from Heinemacher him. Frau's. Um, <laughs> and he ended up going to his uncle who owned a bee comp or a bee. I thought that was a weird like, fucking that connection. That is a weird connection. He had a bee farm. They he owned a bee honey farm uncle. and they called him the honey uncle. Because he came to him and he was like, uncle, they stole my money and we're trying to start this thing. And he was like, I gotcha. And he gave him the $170. And then everybody at the factory started referring to him as honey uncle. $170? $170. Yeah. Me and uh, me and CJ were at Chris, uh, Chris Farrell's uh, wedding this weekend. And I just fucking kept reciting B facts. We were rocking and there was honeybees and shit all over. And I was like, did you know? And I was fucking telling him all this crazy shit. <laughs> Random B facts. Yeah. They're, you're probably honey uncle. <laughs> yeah. You are now honey uncle. Um, so, uh, Arthur Davidson, uh, came up with a slogan called take the work out of bicycling. And apparently he was like a huge, uh, outdoor guy. He used to love to camp and he used to love to go fishing and he would take his bicycle out to do it. Like he'd ride his bike out to the pedal all the way there. Yeah. And he was like, everyone I know does this. If we can strap a fucking motor on this, some bitch, then that's going to make our lives a lot easier. Mm-hmm. So, um, they end up, uh, designing the, um, bike. I had one other fact, but I skipped over it. Um, I guess that's it. So they, in 1901, uh, Harley is 20. And uh, I guess Davidson is 19. I think he's a year younger. Um, yeah, and in, in 1901, mm-hmm. uh, coincidentally, is the first year that Royal Enfield actually made a motorcycle, like a motorbike. Oh, really? Yeah, but I believe that was overseas. I, I think Royal Enfield was. Really? was Royal is uh, a big ticker. That's probably UK. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Uh, yeah, in the UK. Yeah, okay. Worcestershire. Yeah, Redrick, Retrochirevale. And I don't Fieldville. know if Indian already existed. No, I, Indian, Indian actually. Um, Indian actually was next. Uh, 1901, they also started up okay. a company that that was in America. They were in Illinois. So Indian, Indian. Um, yeah, and then and then 1898, Peugeot actually okay. had a bike. France, and then yeah, and then uh, Fabrique Nationale. I don't know if you know they're a gun maker now. Hmm. Uh, FN. I don't know if oh, you've heard okay. of an uh-huh. FN. Uh-huh. So which they produce weapons through the World Wars. They're a French manufacturer. Uh, they actually had a motorcycle too, so they were developing, you know, uh, motorbikes, not not bicycles with with. It's crazy motors. though. It's like 1901. It's like yeah. the technology finally existed to make a motorcycle. Yeah, and everybody making, started building yeah, it all the, over these, the place. these crazy. companies. And now, like Fabrique National, it makes weapons now. You know, what right, I mean? they make right. you know guns, uh, not motorcycles anymore. You know, yeah. make make war, not love. Right. Right. So. 
So, um, yeah, that's crazy. That was all hitting like in it's the all same, the same t- time. It it's must the, have been it's that, the, and that, then and then Tesla's at the World Fair exactly. And fucking, you know what I mean? Fucking, it uh, literally had to just be the year that someone finally made an invention that made a combustion engine small. Like we can finally make uh, a combustion engine. They were designing their own combustion enough. engine at that. Yeah, point. they like, were, yeah. man. That's what's crazy. It was everyone racing to do it to make he, a smaller form of? Yeah, he draws engine. up the plans. Uh, Harley does for a small engine. A 7.07 cubic inch uh, with four inch flywheels. It has a leather belt drive. Yeah, and that's how a lot of them have. Yeah, they're probably riveted together. Yeah, yeah. Leather belt. It's almost, I mean, they use that technology in a machine shop. You know what I mean? You had a motor, uh, electric motor that ran uh, a gear on an electric belt. You know what I mean? Like, so uh, that was common. They didn't have rubber belts, They, they used leather. Which I think fucking leather leather belt was a fucking monster back then. You yeah, know what I mean, yeah, yeah. Like it didn't, it didn't. Uh, I guess it would probably hold up pretty well. Fucking dad's belt that whooped your ass holds up. It's going to be a lot harder to get, though. You could go to the fucking dude who makes leather in town and just be like, I need a belt of these specifications for my engine. Yeah, this length needs to do this. Yeah, (laughs) he's going to make it. Yeah, yeah. Rubber, you got to have a factory and melt some shit down, fucking manufacture it. Yeah. Until that became common, it wasn't. And then you can, right, exactly. So, um, in 1903, they finished their first motorcycle, and uh, they went out and tested it in the hills outside of Milwaukee, and they realized that you really couldn't do off-roading without yeah. using the pedals. So they said that it was a – they said – they didn't ever say it was a failure, um, uh, but they said that uh, it was – It wouldn't go uphill, basically. It wasn't a, yeah, it wouldn't go uphill. They didn't they – didn't, It didn't it have wasn't the torque. As, it wasn't didn't have as, the gearing. Right. Yeah. It was it was a successful attempt. Yeah. But it didn't work. It was their prototype and it taught them yeah. a lot about their second bike, um, which was able to to go up the hills and, and do all that stuff. But in nineteen oh three they they formed the four of them formed the Harley Davidson Motor Company. Um and they worked out of a ten by fifteen foot shed in the Davidson's backyard. So at this point, I'm wondering why it's not yeah. the Davidson Harley motorcycle. Yeah. It's maybe because, because maybe I read actually the brain. why they Because there's it. three Davidsons and it's on the well, Davidson Davidson Harley doesn't sound as good because as Harley Davidson. It was Harley's idea to make a motorcycle. Yeah. Yeah. He was the one that thought of it. That's why idea, I actually man. read why that name got for like. And all it's crazy it. to think at this time, like they didn't have chains. You know what I mean? Like a chain and a gear. Yeah, you know what I mean? True. That you would use a sprocket right. and a chain. And, probably the and, precision required or something. I don't know. Like, I think it's, it would have that's that. just crazy. Like they, they had fucking watchmakers know. and shit. They yeah. got precision. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe they did have them and they just didn't use them on motor, you know, right. motorized vehicles yet. Right. Still very new. Like, so apparently years later, once they became successful, they moved the shed to where the factory was as like a reminder. That's cool. You know, that that's, that's where we started. But, um, so yeah, so they end up, uh, making the second bike, um, and uh, they think that they were made. Most of the parts were made at the West Milwaukee rail shops because of the brother was the tool room foreman. Um, and then in 1904, they completed it. And uh, there was a state fair um, that held um, a motorcycle race. And they uh, put their motorized bicycle in the motorcycle race. Probably getting laughed at. Uh, probably getting laughed at. And they took fourth place. 
Yeah. So it's not like they won, but everybody had to have been like, oh, fuck, like you guys actually did a good job. And I guess that kind of put them on the map locally is suddenly people were like, oh, these kids can actually they built build a motor. Yeah. yeah, they built because they weren't buying a motor and putting it in a bike. No, they built it. They built the motor. Yeah. They fucking, you know, so right. that that's a huge that's that's a huge accomplishment. And everybody else I mean? was probably driving, you know, Indians and yeah, you know, full on yeah. motorcycles. Yeah. Or imported. Know. They had yeah, yeah, infields. Yeah. They had whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? I didn't get through your notes did you get to motor drone racing did you see anything about that no motor drones there's these fucking races called motor drone races and they had this fucking crazy track that was at a 50 fucking degree incline. oh i did see that that shit was fucking crazy oh, so like to I get kinda, yeah to, like, the slant around the yeah, side you gotta yeah, keep the speed so they yeah. said the the like to give you an example like right now talladega is at, for nascar is at 33 percent grade on the side so these fucking motorcycles had to maintain an average speed of no less than 116 yeah. miles an hour to stay to on stay that on fucking, the track on yeah. that 50 percent just fall grade, off or yeah. they'll fall off and slide yeah. down and they had no brakes and they said huh. fucking dudes were dying and wrecks were happening throwing fucking motorcycles in the audience and people were getting fucking oh, motorbikes smashed Fuck. yeah because that's like a ramp dude yeah like, that's you more than see, 45 like, degrees like, dude, like that's almost yeah. like this dude it's like yeah, almost it's sideways so they it's go around like, the corner whoo. at 116 miles an hour minimum or yeah. you slide down. Oh that's my fast god! Fuck. Yeah, that's some Mad Max shit, dude. Well, wow. you know, we were headed, we were headed you know, back to Gladiator. I know, I know time. you guys yeah. put a stop on. You guys it. probably don't watch super bikes, but those things run upwards of three hundred miles an hour. Fuck, that's wild on a track <clears throat> where they're fucking dragging knee and shit. Like they're going 280, 290 miles an hour and shit. And you think fucking NASCAR is fast? You know, like and those guys wrecking shit. You yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah. fly across the ground. Yep. Like man. So in 1906, they build their first factory on Chestnut Street, um, and which is still the like the the space of that original factory is currently the space of uh, Harley Davidson World Headquarters, their corporate HQ. Um, and this one was an upgrade of a to a 40 by 60 foot single story factory. And that year, they shifted from making motorized bicycles to making actual motorcycles. Um, based on Harley's designs, et cetera. And they sold about 50 motorcycles that year. Um, by 1909, um, they had 35 workers and they produced more than a thousand bikes a year. Um, and in 1909 was the year that the other two Davidson brothers were making, they were basically making enough money at Harley Davidson the day that they could quit their day yeah. jobs and just work uh, making motorcycles. So, all things considered, that's pretty dope. Yeah. Like like you and your fucking brother and your friend started a company eight years ago. In a wooden fucking not like even a company. You just try you built a shack. you built a proof of concept yeah. for the first three years. Then you built a second one that raced motorcycles at a fucking state fair. And now you're making a thousand a year and you can quit your fucking day job. Yeah. Like that's pretty fucking cool. Where they came with from, with brand like, new yeah. technology, yeah, the, they have an so, opportunity for like something that has like revolutionized the industry of transportation yeah. and your first to market kind of thing. Like yeah. it was like just starting. You have your chance. It's it's hard to do anything like that these days, you know, because it's like man, technology is at such yeah. a fucking level. The, it's right, hard yeah. to be first to market. The, the progress like is the progress is crazy. Like last year in 2020, Dodge came out with a motorcycle that goes has a top speed of 420 miles per hour. Jesus fucking Christ. Christ. Can you hang on to the fucking bars like g- motherfucker like that's fast. No that's thanks. So fast. <laughs> I'm anxiety thinking about that. Fuck. Were they this dude in the middle of the desert? It's, no, it's got of- a fucking Viper SRT fucking V10 motor in it. Like it's just fucking 
Like it's got a big ass fucking motor. It's like I have like a non-Newtonian fucking You're crazy basically, dragon yeah, scale suit. Yeah, <laughs> it's got it has nanotechnology yeah, built into no it. Like, if you yeah. fucking wreck, you're, you're sliding done, for ski, fucking dude. days, dude. Yeah, but that that's the they've. I don't know. I don't think it's on market, obviously. But they just build yeah, it. Yeah, they built it. Know? Yeah, like fucking. Can we do that? Like that's <clears throat> crazy. So that same year, Harley Davidson started marketing their motorcycles to police departments as more effective than being on foot or more effective than a horse and more effective than a car. Mm-hmm. Um, you kind of get all these benefits, you know, yeah. with it, um, which has been a very important part. So less of their effective motorcycle. in a crash though, less effective in a crash, <laughs> but pretty effective in a chase. And you yeah. can get into all sorts of areas, especially in this era where a lot of cities are like, you can't really take cars through this part because it's always been horses. Yeah. But it's like, I could take my motorcycle so also it's like cost, it's the best it's not a whole of both, vehicle. both worlds. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's faster. And then like the, just the cost wise, you're not buying it's more maneuverable. Yeah. 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 So it's always been a, a part of their fleet of motorcycles that they make. You got to feed a horse. Starting in 1909. Yeah. You got to feed yeah. a horse. I mean, we still, I mean, they still ride Harleys to yeah. this day. Yep. Police, police officers. Yeah. Like it's, it's a thing. It know? is a thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so Harley himself is a perfectionist and um, he's just like, He's like the the perfectionist focused on making the engine better, making mm. everything better. He he doesn't stop designing. He doesn't stop improving. Um, he uh, patented his V-twin engine. Um, and as soon as he perfected that engine, he uh, the growth went to 3,200 bikes a year because the bike was so much more efficient, so much faster. And V-twin um, also is where they first got Harley sound because before it was just a fucking single. So it was like now it has the single cylinder. Right. It gives it that first motorcycle fucking sound that yeah, Harley had. Yeah. That people weird love. Timing like people, thing, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, by 1914, again, 13 years after they started, they're the largest motorcycle company in America. They've pulled past Indian um and it's just like a a growth cycle from that point so uh the i don't know what any of this shit means because i'm not a vehicle person but so the v-twin at this point has a displacement of 49.48 cubic inches yeah so that's Um, 48.9 cc so it's like a 50 cc motor so like like a normal bike nowadays is a 650 or a 1000 it says 811 cc on the oh it's 800 oh the displacement Yeah, yeah 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 So that that's the cylinder that's the the cylinder size. Okay. Yeah. Uh, mechanically operated intake valves as opposed to automatic intake valves. Um they had a a full floating spelled very horribly. Floating. Uh F U L hyphen F L O T E I N G, the full floating seat which had a 3-inch spring that could be adjusted mm. for different weights. Mm. So that was on their bikes until the 1950s. That's probably some shit that American pickers get excited about. If they yeah, I thought about fucking Mike from the 50s. Yeah, I thought about get him on the show. Get him on here. Maybe like uh, every time I read about flatheads, I thought about that show because every time they see a flathead, they fucking lose their shit on. We get Danielle on here. Um, Oh, is that her name? Yeah, Danielle. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. Dave, uh, is that her name? I don't know. Poster no, because no, no, you said Danielle, and I was like, "Who the fuck is Danielle?" I was he has, like, a, oh, he has a red bandana and a fucking bottle of lotion next yeah. to the <laughs> Danielle poster on the wall. You're an American Pickers fan. Oh, you don't know her oh, name, Danielle. Oh, is that her name? So, I don't uh, know the other dude's name either. I didn't know Mike's name until you said it. I don't know the names. I don't know their lies. Names. 
They're man. all white people. They look alike. Oh, yeah, no. wow. <laughs> Shots wow. fired. Wow. Wow, you N-word. <laughs> He's allowed to say that. Yeah, yep. I can say that. Yep. It's part of the alphabet. It is. <laughs> Where were we? I don't know. You were just being I racist, forgot. I think. Something about a full yeah. floating seat. Something about a... Oh, the full floating seat. Yeah. You're just being racist. (laughs) Yeah. I believe. So, (laughs) over. (laughs) That really fucked you guys up. We're not used to this. (laughs) Roles have been reversed. I don't like it. I feel uncomfortable. um, If you haven't listened to our Pancho Villa episode, um, some pretty fucking crazy shit goes on with Pancho Villa fighting the American military. And this is all part of it. Yeah, Harley builds him some motorcycles with machine guns on. Yeah, him. Harley fucking gets them <laughs> set up, and uh, it's part. There's even a photo of Poncho like sitting on a Harley that I think one of his men got from a dead uh, U.S. Cop. soldier. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, the the Mexican U.S. border uh, Poncho Villa battle. Um. That was part of it, and then that led to World War One. Um. A third to a half of the company's entire production of motorcycles uh, were sent to the U.S. Army, um, and they estimated that they had twenty thousand uh, in service. Ooh, that was a fucking big check Fuck right there. Yeah, that was, was the Eli Pacheco, bro. And I saw this War picture, money, which I yeah. knew I wasn't going to be able to Google because it was on some obscure uh, website of a bunch of soldiers holding Tommy guns on their oh, fleet God. of fucking hard. I saw some cool pictures yeah. of ones that just had, had awesome. mounted machine guns in a side gas masks on these motherfuckers. Yeah. yeah. yeah well, yeah, they were fucking straight up at the, in the trenches with their fucking Tommy mm. guns and Harleys. That looks German. Well, as and, fuck. and yeah, that dude. like, and, and that too, like, like that sets in stone. Like Harley's an American company that fought and built motorcycles yeah, like, yeah. like Jeep. You know what I mean? Like, like they, they built I mean, even in the old west, really. If you're yeah. fucking with Pancho Villa, the Mexican yeah, 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 border, yeah, yeah. you've yeah. got an old west mystique. Yeah, you've got. I mean, you're the starting World at the early, yeah, early, yeah, very early 1900s. Yeah, yep. you're into World War One, World War Two, even more prominent. You know what I mean? And then they just become a staple in right. American culture. Like right. Harley is just like it, it's as American as the fucking hamburger and hot dog. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. even though they're not really necessarily American, like, right? Like, but it's those like, things have been attached to. It's Americana, more American than you know? a Ford. Yeah, it really somehow. You know what yeah, I mean? Like and, and Ford Ford's American. Starts Ford, it all. Yeah, Ford. Ford but, is American brand, but but, but the Harley motorcycle is, yeah. is a, is a different thing. You know. I found it. Yeah, that's Jaguar, the picture. Yeah. Um, I mean, even even to this day, like like Ford. Uh, you know, has made most of most of Ford's made in America, where other companies have subbed out. You know, even right. Japanese companies have moved into an America to make companies to make their products in America. Right. Like obviously they're shipping in stuff, but they're being built in America, like Toyota. Right. There's Toyotas built in America. Built in American you know what I mean? Factories, Nissan's are built yeah, in American factories. You know, which is crazy. Like, yeah. like. You know what I mean? And then most of the American stuff is getting subbed out to fucking yeah. Canada or Mexico or right. fucking somewhere else. You yeah. know. So it's so it's so weird. It's all weird and backwards, yeah. yeah. So in 1917, they started to make uh bikes, like pedal mm-hmm. bikes. Uh they made one called the Ladies Standard and they oh, made yeah. another one called the Boy Scout. I saw that. Um for kids, they got to get the kids, yep. you know. 
uh, and I I think those they only made those for like two years, so those are definitely. I think they may have some, American Pickard something like a Harley bicycle. I want to I want to say no. They have. They remember that. That guy fucking creams his pants whenever he finds like an early any Harley anything he loses. Oh my! Did you ever watch that one American Pickers where he finds the fucking guy who's special and he had built the fucking underground thing that went like 20, 30 feet? I'm actually on that episode right now. I'm on that episode. I want to say more shit, but it's fucking crazy that somewhere in the United States. That kind of shit exists. Yeah, yeah. That a mentally fucking challenged guy built, has, an, built underground an underground hut out of two junk. by fours, yeah. mm-hmm. and it's full of crazy collectible items. Right. Yeah. And it's all painted rainbow colors. Some yeah. Willy Wonka fucking backwoods <laughs> shit, man. No, because I started. Fucking, to, you gotta find that episode. Dude. Tell I Brad what to, season and fucking episode it's like, number it's that season is. Season one. It's an early season, like episodes because uh. I just started rewatching it, and Hulu only has like the first six right. seasons, and I just started watching it like this week because I saw a couple episodes when. I was in Morrow Bay. Don't know their names all look alike. I don't know their Back names. to that. It's Mike and fucking Frank. You know <laughs> it's Mike and Frank. Know. The last one I watched, that dude, the fat dude wasn't even there. It was some the guy with white fat hair. Dude, that's Frank, bro. <laughs> he ain't okay. even fat. That's Frank. He ain't even fat. Look at it. He's, He's not. He looks slim one. right there, bro. Yeah. He lost yeah, weight, man. Man. Give it to him. That's late in the season. Come on, Frank. I'm on season one. He's all tatted up. Trust me. As a fat guy, I know a fat guy when I see one. <laughs> that one just even if, out. even if you're an ex fat guy, <laughs> yeah. your 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 head is still yeah, mis- yeah, yeah. misproportionate. It's to like your body. Have, it's like having a phantom mullet. Like yeah. you can't get uh, rid of it. You can't see that, that guy's yeah. ankles in that picture. That's yeah. what's up. There's p- fat potentiality. Is he still on the show? Because like yeah. I saw two episodes and he wasn't in either. Something one of them. happened. Well, though. No, they, they, do, they, they do they do a thing up. at some point where uh, Mike's brother starts doing going with Danielle to a bunch of shit. They like branch off on some episodes. Yeah, the fat guy's not with him, Dave. Maybe he's off losing weight somewhere. But they do branch off for it, like uh, Mike's brother and Danielle take off and do some shit. Right, but then I heard Danielle's marriage but then the was skinny, in a little rough. The patch. skinny white guy was with some other older white guy. Really? Instead yeah. of Frank? Maybe I haven't and seen the, the fat white seasons. guy. Wasn't there? Fucking it was the white, white chick, and then the, white it was guys. the white chick, and then the white, the skinny white guy's brother, and then it was the skinny white guy. And you're bringing it home though, because we do like, oh yeah, and the black guy, like you know, like right. It's because there's like six white guys and one black guy, so we say they black guys. Yeah, I've never seen a black guy on the show. Yeah, I you fucking might be right. That's some. Yeah, some that's dude. Antiques are some fucking white trash shit, though. Black dudes don't give a fuck. Yeah, like, black people aren't collecting. Well, but I'm also gonna say, like, I can't tell you how many episodes of that show that I've watched where they just do some free picking and drive up on someone's property and introduce themselves. Yeah. If one of those two dudes was black, that would have been a completely different conversation. You're probably honestly right, man. <laughs> like, there's a whole there's lot of sad truth behind that. Like, they're like, they're like, what do you want? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, there's a whole lot of situations like that. So by 1920, Harley um, is the largest motorcycle manufacturer in the world. They're producing about 28,000 a year, and they have dealerships in 67 countries. Um, in 1921, Otto Walker set a record on a Harley Davidson, um, and he won a race but he never went below a hundred miles per hour. It has to be one of those motor drone races. You got to stay one sixteen. Yeah. Um, then the depression hit and, um, their sales fell from 21,000 in 1929 to 3,700 in 1933. Um, every motorcycle company in America shut its doors during the depression, except for Harley Davidson and Indian, and they think the only reasons that they stayed in business, both of these things, is because they started to make 
um, like industrial power plants, right? They like for like farming and for generators, like that, generators yeah. based on their engines. So the two of them stayed in business, not because they were selling motorcycles, but because they were retooling their factory to make shit that they, the world needed during the depression. That's an adapt or die type of situation. Yeah. So, and they made service vehicles like three wheel motorcycles to yep, deliver I saw shit. That too. Yeah. Um, and that was also in 1936 is when they started building the, the knucklehead engines, which everybody loses their, their minds about. Um, they should have really made it look like knuckles. You know what I mean? Like the fucking yeah, the valve covers should have yeah. been like fucking fists. Yeah. But hey, they did it, and it's it's, it's the cool the thing. thing. Yeah. Um, so World War II comes around, and um, they uh, start to produce tons of uh, stuff for and them. And they, they were like the only one that came out the other side of the Great Depression. So it's like we need motorcycles. Indian, yeah. Here we go. Yeah. Right. Um, so in World War II, uh, and I read two different numbers on this, but they said that uh, ninety thousand. Oh, they were produced not necessarily by them. 90,000 military motorcycles were produced and that 60,000 of those uh, motorcycles were produced by Harley Davidson. Um, But then, and for the allies. Right. But then I also read a totally separate statistic that said that they created a lend lease program where they shipped 30,000 to the Soviet Union, which sounded like a totally separate deal. What's a lend lease like that? I okay, have no idea. Hey, Rusky, we need those back when you're done. If I not, guess. They don't blow up. We get them back. Yeah. It's like we know. I don't know. It's very. It's something that could only happen with Russia. Maybe there was collateral or a resource or some kind of other business deal where they're like, hey, we'll give you these 30,000. It might have just been a war thing. It might have yeah. just been like the fucking president in America was like, they need motorcycles. Give them motorcycles. I'm good for it. Like, yeah. I'm good for it. Like, when they're done, they'll send them back. Yeah. Like, fucking, if we don't give them motorcycles, Hitler's going to win this shit, you know? So it might have just been, send them the motorcycles, the government will pay you back, and we'll get the bikes back later kind of a thing. I'm not sure. Um, but uh, William Harley personally oversaw all the government contracts um, through all those war uh, uh, war things. They ended up, and I don't have it in my notes, Apparently, companies that helped with the war effort were given this particular award. It was like a letter E certification or some weird, like some like you're part of the victory effort, you know, kind of a thing for companies that were really helping, um, which is also weird because they got the handshake. It's the Illuminati because a lot of the companies didn't really have a choice. Yeah. So it's like. Well, they didn't get nationalized. I mean, they went along with it. It wasn't. And I'm not yeah. even. I don't even have a problem with that because yeah. it was fucking World War II. But it's like you kind of don't have a choice. You're not making cars anymore. You're making the back half of fucking battle tanks. But the companies who really did it with gusto, I guess, and really redesigned things and thought about it and put their efforts into right. it, got an award. Like you're not just doing it because you have to. You're like trying to help. Probably you if know? you need that government money or you need some kind of fucking help wherever you're at, some sanctioning right. or permitting or whatever. They're probably like, oh yeah, you got that E. And they got they got it twice. Yeah, you can so, go on in. They're on the list for the yeah, nightclub. Yeah. Got some. Uh, I don't know if you know Mike from American Pickers. Uh-huh. Uh, is a big supporter of Operation Smile because his daughter was born. Oh, wow. Oh, nice. Smile train. That can be more. Smile train operation. No, that's not Operation Smile. That's the other one. Yeah, there are two. Free surgery to children affected with the clefts. Yeah. Nice. Hmm. 
Yeah, those fucking bikes, dude, the, the World War II ones were called the Liberator, and they had fucking blacked-out lights, and they're all drab green. Those things are fucking badass. They looking. are badass-looking, and, and then those dudes, that's kind of, that's where motorcycle culture started. Those guys, kinda. all those guys ride those motherfuckers all over, and then they come home, and it's, like, not really a thing, <clears throat> and they're like, oh, can we buy these fucking surplus bikes? They showed a fucking thing after the war. They're getting them there for cheap. There was so many yeah. fucking bikes for cheap, dude, and then they started, that's where Chopper comes from. They got those bikes and started modding the started fuck out of them, started cutting them all the extra yeah. shit off yep. fucking... Yeah. Cutting fenders off and whatnot. And then between that, between the servicemen that were used to riding those motorcycles during the war, and then part of the thing that where they talk about the beginning of the Hells Angels, where that it was uh, a lot of the first members were uh, Air Force from World War II, and they were so used to that freedom in the cockpit the flying, and that yeah, flying that, yeah, that, yeah. that they shipped it gives it you over that same to, feeling to a motorcycle. Ground, yeah. yeah. So a lot you can't of can't fly uh, around your neighborhood, but you can ride a motorcycle. Exactly, it's the next best thing. So a lot of servicemen came back. They started modifying the bikes, and this this becomes right the 1950s. This becomes the era that locks Harley Davidson into popular culture. Like so many, like it's also the boom. The American boom is happening. So brand new Harleys, like the Harley factory never stopped producing. So as soon as the war was over, they were churning out brand new models of bikes. Change that paint so, to candy apple red. And exactly. For drab green. Yeah. So whether you were buying a surplus Harley from the war, whether you're buying a brand new Harley, like Harleys are where it's at in the in the 50s. Yeah, and a lot of, I mean, still to this day, speed shops model uh, the 50s. You know what I mean? Like right. like a speed yeah, shop that sure. builds hot rods, that for builds, sure. yeah. they model yeah. the logos, the styling, everything the, from and the I 50s. mean, the people that work there still have like 50s greaser haircuts. Kind of, yeah. And like, they'll, not they'll all still, of them, but like it's but still, still, it's very common. It's still similar. You'll yeah, see like the rockabilly jeans yeah. with yeah. a cuff. You'll see, you know, yep. some sailor, Shirts rolled sailor up, Jerry fucking, tattoos, yeah. like that whole yeah. fucking thing, yeah. you know? It's all it's all tied into it, which goes back to to naval servicemen. Yep. Like it's all it's all connected right there, you know, and yep. that's what Harley taps into. Came from this this era, right? Yeah, and they don't know it at the time. They don't figure no. this shit out until the eighties. But this is all part of what the Harley Davidson the brand culmination is yeah. is becoming. So, in nineteen sixty nine, there's some corporate fuckery. A group called American Machine and Foundry buys Harley Davidson. They streamline it. They slash the workforce. Um, they start to, yeah, they start to cut corners on the bikes. So the bikes become pieces of shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, no one likes the bikes. There's labor strikes. All companies uh, have a dark year. Yeah. You know, exactly. there are dark years, you know, um, prior to that too, there was a lot of it in film, like Marlon Brando, Clark Gable. There was a lot of fucking Elvis. There was a lot of, uh, like male stars that were embracing fucking Harley and you're yeah, seeing it on sure, screen for sure. And that yeah. was a big thing for yeah. dudes were like, I want to be like fucking Elvis. Yeah, yeah. Like that was Brando. another big part of it. Yeah. Fucking James Dean. Yeah. Like, James you know, Dean, Marlon yeah. Brando had the movie The Wild One. I don't yep. know, somewhere in the yeah, that's 60s, that's like yeah. a classic yeah. motorcycle, motorcycle movie. movie yeah. yeah. Um. So you have Easy Rider. Yeah, you know what Easy I mean? Rider. Like all that stuff. Yeah, with uh, Peter Fonda. Yeah, Peter Fonda. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Rough Rider, but that's a different movie. That's yeah, yeah. that's Rough Rider. Yeah. So um, in 1981, AMF, uh, that company had get, been getting its ass kicked because they were AMF screwing is up actually so the bowling bad. company. They they were like a, oh, a manufacturing distributor company? of AMF oh, for crazy. bowling goods. Yeah, but they knew that. how to streamline like manufacturing right. and sales processes. <laughs> right. Like, hey, we have cash. We can put an infusion of cash back to the company. They thought they could do it, but it's like, no, that's bowling balls. This is motorcycles. It got so bad with AMF that their um, production line was outputting defective products at a at 50 percent of the motorcycles coming off the line 
had defects that Damn had to be fuck, dealt with. Dude. 50%. Don't buy a Harley from those years. Yeah. Jesus <laughs> Christ. So they fucking wreck it, and I'm sure you get into when they buy it back. When they buy it back, they get it back to 2% with a quickness, but it was at 50% defects. Well, listen to these zingers. Let me hear. So uh, <laughs> they started to call the Harleys oh, yeah, these are in great. this era the Harley Abelson. Yeah, Hardly uh, Abelson. Hardly Abelson. Hardly Abelson. Yeah. The Hardly Drivable. <laughs> And the Hogley Ferguson. That one's just the Hogley yeah. Ferguson. <laughs> There's a bunch of that, like Ford fixed or repaired daily, yeah. found on road dead. Yeah. But yeah. it did actually get so bad that the term hog, the nickname of hog for a motorcycle, started to become an insult for a shitty motorcycle yeah. in this era because Harley was so fucked up. So it goes from being a cool yeah. term for motorcycles to oh fuck that's a hog that means it's a harley and it's a piece of shit yeah, they all have their thing like ask like stubs about again. a chevy right now like chevy just can't keep their shit together yeah or look at just eras of like ford mustang uh, fucking badass back in the fucking yeah. 50s and 60s uh, like fucking vanilla ice fucking 5.0 looking stuff then there was like some just ugly fucking ones that nobody wanted the 80s, yeah, yeah the 80s, 80s there's some 80s, the 90s, the 80s there's a there's early 80s that are terrible Late 80s were decent, early 90s, and then the mid 90s into early 2000s were the all ones. look like a Ford the way like Focus. fucking yeah. the way like 9,000 pounds. <laughs> well, they pounds, just look like, like some bullshit car that your mom's gonna yeah, drive. Yeah, they exactly. lost terrible. All fucking yeah. cool yeah. style. They, they've they forgot when they come came full from. circle yeah. to now. It's all fucking crazy looking. It's all cool again. Again. Yeah. yeah, all the muscle cars look badass now. Even the even the even the fucking Corvettes look like. They kind of modeled them after like a Ferrari or something. They oh, yeah. have the fucking door vents and the fucking, fucking crazy now, like man. they look, they look like an exotic car, For sure. which is kind of what you like. Okay. They look cool, but it's like, man, you really forgot the Americana that you came from. Yeah, you know what I mean? Of. Like they, they went, they went a completely different way. They went more <clears throat> exotic because that's what people are wanting, which I guess you got to go with your customer base. Yeah. You I know? guess that's the market. You know, yeah. you're trying, like, I'm not trying to make a traditional muscle car. Those already exist. Yeah. There's no they have other, the Camaro, there's no know? other high performance race, you know, yeah. road race car in America than the Corvette. So we might as well compete yeah. with those European ones, I guess. Yeah. Um, so in 1981, AMF sold the company, to a group of 13 investors led by a guy named Vaughn Beals and by Willie G. Davidson. Hell yeah. Who was the grandson. Willie. Yeah. Um, who was the grandson of William Davidson. Mm -hmm. Not uh, William Harley, but William Davidson. So now it's back somewhat in the Davidson family in the 1980s. And in short order, they got the fucking defect bound. Yeah, they got the defects fucking kicked out. They ended up uh, licensing... Um, the they did something weird went on there were japanese manufacturers importing oh they're japanese the market. yeah the japanese were flooding the market with their own motorcycles and harley davidson tried to press the government to raise tariffs and taxes on yeah. foreign successfully uh, so so like they needed a comeback and they were they were and like, they had tried this earlier by the way they tried this uh, in, I want to say in the 70s, it didn't make it into my notes, but they got like shut down and sued. And it was like part of the dark times. It was like while AMF owned right. it, they tried to do this and it failed. And they looked like fucking shit heels for doing yeah, it. Yeah, they've, they've done it multiple times because they've uh, Honda, like they started making like in the early 2000s, they started making like weird bike, like uh, 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 949. You know what I mean? Or a, a 626. Like they started building weird, like weird, weird numbers, you know, 954s, you know, like they started building weird numbered 
CCs because they would say like, oh, a thousand CCs is going to cost this much to ship or what, you know, the tariffs on them. So they started bringing them down below that. Or it would be, you know, whatever. It had to be under 950 cc. So this they built one, a 929. Yeah. So this you know, one, and then, and, and so this first one was, um, and again, this used to be regular business, um, that I honestly think was healthier for every country. Well, so the problem is though, used, it Harley used to would be have the, died though. Like Harley's trying to recover from the AMF fuckery and right. so they come back. And so what happens? They talk to fucking Ronald Reagan. Well, no, I'm just saying this idea of tariffs. It used yeah. to be that if you were trying to import televisions from China, there would be a huge tariff. Like you can import this many TVs and then we're fucking reaming you in the ass for how much we're, your TVs are going to yeah, cost. Cause it keeps things built in America. Exactly. And, and they, China would do the same thing. Japan right. would do the same thing. Every company had tariffs had and some laws with that recently. Yeah. Right. In order to make sure that we all still had manuf like we still make our own cars. Yeah. We still make our own TVs because tariffs keep American so they, factories. They safe. go to Reagan though. And Reagan does it. He moves Reagan it does it. 4% to, to 49 or I thought I read 49. Oh, okay. Yeah, 49%. Whatever. Or 40. Whatever. Fuck yeah. what? Like for anything, anything yeah. over 700. It's a lot. CCs. Yeah. 10, 12 times, which is probably the saving grace for Harley and able for to sure. get their fucking foothold to yeah. start manufacturing some shit and catch up and then they work out a deal later to like to take the tariff away or something they come to some weird agreement but for some weird loan it. guarantees from japanese from banks. japanese man i was like that's yeah. weird. why did they need japanese money like they got ronald reagan to do the tariff they got their fucking e for being Reagan- reaganomics efforts. yeah yeah i, I think one way or the other they were they just they got the money they needed yeah yeah like either we're not going to be able to import them so everyone's going to buy harleys or once they put that law in place we can talk to the japanese companies and say hey if you want to lend us this much money will squash they might have started making the fucking motors or something over there and the other thing that was weird was that and we we skipped past this a really brief thing in the notes but this just speaks to the post-world war ii mindset like because they got those ease like the the american government just gave them like all these like patents and designs for like german germany shit I saw that. After they were the just war like, effort, well, we won, so we now own these patents. Here you go, Harley Davidson. We don't like, need them. We don't there need them. Go. <laughs> go build yeah. this. Like, Thanks for building our motorcycles for the war effort. It was such a fucking cash grab at the end of that war. They Everyone it it's the spoils of war. Yeah, man. I mean, Even it, it intellectual is, yeah. property was and then being they gobbled just, like, up. They and, slightly modified it and like painted them and fucking started selling them for years. Yeah. It yeah. was a German-designed motorcycle that yeah. Harley just fucking started building. Right. So the... Where they are now, um, the uh, they're apparently pretty good on the environment. Um, surprisingly, you tend to think that a motorcycle company is going to be all macho and not give a shit about it, but they have something that they call an environmental warranty on all of their motorcycles, which says that if everything in the motorcycle is fr- is is an official Harley Davidson part. Um, then you will guaranteed be EPA compliant. And if you fall out of EPA compliance and there's some kind of penalty based on the state that you live in, we will get your bike up to compliance for free. Right. I think it encourages so, but there's like, no one, smog they, they on buy motorcycles. So it's like they can say that, but well, I think this, smog though, if you know that you have like, if you know that, Hey, we'll replace the part. As long as everything's Harley, you keep it Harley. It probably also eliminates a large portion of like uh competitive part making where China just starts fucking blasting out parts that fit on fucking Harley. Sure. If you know that your part fucks up, Harley will replace it. Then mm, why are you going to yeah. buy some fucking weird ass China part on eBay for your Harley? Yeah. Harley's going to replace it. So it might be something like that. Oh, there's Jiminy Cricket over there. Look, there he is. 
Yeah, that motherfucker. Yeah. He's being quiet though right now. But then another thing was there was a thing called the the one cleanup program um, that was designed to clean up groundwater and soil at the New York Naval Ordnance Plant, which had to just be a cesspool of yeah. awful chemicals. Um, and it was backed by state and local government and federal government. And uh, Harley Davidson um, became the first voluntary participant in that project. Hmm. So once this started, they started to realize all these big war manufacturers polluted the shit out of everything. And Harley was the first company to say, hey, we polluted during the war. We're going to clean it up. And like they help. just like yeah. volunteered to do it. Yeah. and everybody. So they do little things like that. And then there was some kind of uh, um, stock fuckery recently where apparently the – they were able to inflate their the price of their own stock because right before whatever their year-end financial reports or whatever, they just like pushed a ton of motorcycles onto all the dealerships. Yeah. Because that's where you record the sale. Yeah. So according to the Harley Davidson company, since the dealerships are all independent operators. So you're buying this many you've bikes. Bought this, so we've yeah. shipped you 40 bikes, like, which means we just had 40 yeah. sales. And they did that all over the place all at once to inflate in what they call channel stuffing. Yeah. So suddenly we had this many sales and our stock was inflated to look better than it actually was. Um, and then apparently they got busted on it and they also got busted on it because at the time the CEO um, cashed in on $42 million of stocks. That's why they did it. Right after <laughs> they did the channel stuffing yeah. and right before they got busted for yeah. it. He, so he right got the high when, exactly right when they inflate, yeah. inflated. He the was stock. probably getting ready to leave, that's, and I'm sure other people did as well. Oh fuck yeah, yeah. So as soon as that stock fucking, went up, all he was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. "Fuck, like, yeah. we're gonna dump this you shit. Know. It's going back down. We so, know what we're doing." So they did all that, but yeah. um, by and large, yeah. The the just the the fact that you know that that World War II 1950s mystique, like that is whether it's a Harley or not, that era is chopper culture. Yeah, I mean that if you what's the What's the show with the chopper guys? The dad and the son who scream at each other. Orange County Choppers. Chips, chips also. Show, chips. Orange County Choppers? Yeah, Chips. That was the name of it? Yeah, the Highway Patrols. I don't think that it, was the name of it. That was it? Yeah, Orange County Choppers. That's Paul, the name of the Paul show? Tuttle. Yeah. Paul Sr. and Paul Jr. Yeah, Orange yeah. County Choppers. I know that was it, the name of the... the yeah, it's Orange County, Orange County, New York. It's Orange County Choppers. Yeah. I don't think that's the name of the show. Let's see. I think if it is, then I just Orange fucking hardcore got Mandela. You did. Because it was like American Choppers or some nah. shit like that. Well, it might be that show, too. Um, that's Orange OC that's Choppers. That's the Orange, Orange County, County Choppers. Choppers. Company, and does say company. Uh, if I type show. Show. Yeah. I'm really tripping out right now. Yeah. Because it, it, the logo for the show was the OC. Oh, I don't know. He might be right, man. Here's American Choppers. Oh, American, American Chopper. Choppers. You might be right. Like, that's yeah. the name of the of the of them yeah it's american it's, it's american show. chopper and the company yeah. was orange county choppers look okay. at dave oh yeah 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 your white yeah, tier right. just got elevated right. next year but it's like that whole thing is like that that 50s vibe and that whole culture and whether it's a harley or not i mean know. that paul tuttle's the harley owner yeah, that you see exactly yeah. dude. you know that's what exactly i mean like that's the guy that's cut off shirt no style and that is bad haircut Those that is really screamed at yeah. each other. Oh, yeah. that is really ingenious marketing on harley it's like my brother-in-law and father-in-law when they get when they get in the garage together is it oh yeah 
Exactly I've, seen, I've seen that actually. Yeah, yeah it I, is. Huh? <laughs> yeah, I I think that's one of the biggest PR success stories in American history is the way that they've been able to make Harley branded how it's such a slice of Americana, what it means. Um like you could see any kind of motorcycle like me as not being a motorcycle person. Like you see most motorcycles and it's like, oh, there's a motorcycle, but you see a fucking badass Harley and you're like, that's a fucking badass Harley. Yeah. Like there's just something about it. Some are ugly they, as fuck. Some are ugly as yeah. fuck, but they did it right, yeah. man. You know, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger right. was riding a Harley in T2. Yeah. Was, oh, yeah. yeah. There's a ton. Yeah. yeah. It's it's most, most if you're hopping on a motorcycle, uh, you're hopping on a Harley. Like they're yeah. not. I, I mean, they have like the Jason Statham movies where it's fucking, he jumps on a street bike, you know, yeah. and rides. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they're fucking right. flying. Right. But, you know. And Harley is coming out with some, they're finally are coming out with some cool future shit that'll probably make, because it's like cross country fucking crazy bike that you have. It's okay. It's like, hey, we know normal people aren't riding this. Right. This one's made to ride across the fucking desert. Yeah. Through fucking Saudi yeah. Arabia or whatever. I'm trying to make it around the and, and, and like, and they're going to eventually come out with, uh, you know, probably a full electric bike. For sure. You know and what I mean? They the, just came out with the first electric side-by-side They're also side coming out with like, uh, like, like off-road vehicle. Yep. Like uh, some race um, bikes that are like uh, some race bikes and some yeah. cross-country bikes. Uh, flat to, trackers. Like, to get against yeah, potty and shit. Flat yeah. trackers, are a lot of them are still to this day. Flat track bikes, they got the slide around the corners, you know, they do some mm-hmm, oval track. Mm-hmm. Are uh, a lot of Harleys. You know what I mean? They're, they're, they're stripped down. Harley flat track bikes. I had right. something in here too. Evil Knievel, obviously. Yeah, Evil. That, was, that was fucking yeah, hard. That yeah. was the XR750. And the XR750 Harley won 29 of 37 AMA Grand yeah. National Championships since Damn. 1978. So out of 37, they won 29 of those on the XR750 bike. And they bought Buell. Bueller. Which was a more of a street bike company, right? Yeah. And, and they... Buell, though, was kind of like a... It was like a crossover. Like they tried to appeal to the street bike guy, right. but they, dude, my my uh, ex brother in law, his his friend's dad had a Buell, mm-hmm. dude, and that thing sound. It was a Buell Lightning, and it sounded mean, stubborn like, as was, a Buell though. That yeah, yeah, stubborn yeah, as a Buell. Yeah, hard to start. Yeah, yeah, but no, it, it sounded mean. I remember like when you heard a Buell, it was it didn't sound like a Harley, and it didn't sound like a street bike. Buell here They're coming. Fucking, yeah. <laughs> They're they're fucking mean, dude. Like they they sounded crazy. So, but they never really took off. Like, um, you can get a Buell for cheap as fuck now. Yeah, but they're still a good bike. Like, they're not a bad bike. I don't like that word. It's like a joke. Buell. It's like I think. It, it, I wonder it, if it was part of that German joke. offshoot because that's a very German sounding yeah. name. I wonder if that was part of Maybe. the spoils of the war. Yeah, the old Buell log. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, it's just that thing just beckons jokes. <laughs> That's an inside joke. Nobody else is coming up with that Snow joke. Except for us. Yeah, no. Hell. <laughs> All right. Is that what we got? That's what we got. All right. Social media winner for episode 591, Chris Kyle. Truth and tragedy of Iraq is going to be RZ Row Five. Um, he's going to get a sticker pack from Print Dirt Cheap for interacting on Instagram. Thank you for doing that. We always say we encourage it because it is hard as fuck to get people to find you on social media. Even if they follow you, they don't know what the fuck you're doing. So we appreciate when you share stuff and interact on that. Um, people see interaction like that. They feel it's like driving by the taco truck with a bunch of people standing outside. You're like, that must be good tacos. Right. And yeah, but more, usually they're lying. Yeah. Uh, you're picky, though. Lying. You think is everything's taco garbage. Bro's moving into that fucking nightclub right here? No, I saw that. I think that's where they do all their storage and shit. That's probably their commissary or something. They're 
probably have refrigerators mm. and a bunch of I didn't food. know if they You got to realize how small their little location. They do have or... something in the they works. They got a new location. Yeah, they have a new yeah. location. Did it open yet? I don't know. I, I, I saw they, they kept posting they were going to have a new location. It was secret. They didn't want anyone to know. And I saw that sign on that nightclub, but I'm pretty sure it's just the proximity and availability because they have such a little storage. Yeah, I, I wondered how the fuck they They're like they in a coffee there. fucking shack and they sell like thousands of fucking tacos Yeah, they've got to be cooking shit off They must just be sending a dude over there and grabbing fucking more meat. That's just their supply yeah that makes sense so but to that you know when when there's a bunch of people standing outside a taco truck or a long line of cars next to a place uh, it, you know people it gives them people indication that's something worth seeing so we appreciate when you guys give us that impression um thank you for doing that and we try to reward you for doing so um also we're part of the Podbelly podcast network um go to podbelly.com you can find other cool podcasts over there like robots for eyes and art and jacob podcast go check them out um also check out art and L- jacob podcast i and jacob do america art and jacob do america i just say art and jacob yeah. i never say do america beavis and fuckhead yeah beavis and fuckhead do america yeah. Jacob, you fuckhead. You piece of shit. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, go love, check them out. They're love awesome. You. Love you guys. Love you. Brad never lets me give anyone credit. If I say Art and Jacob or Robots, he's on you guys. it. Yeah. But Robots and love those guys. Yeah. Love oh, okay. Them. Okay. Love and them. gals. Even they're close together eyes. Love them. Their horse, eyes are close. Horse teeth. Though. Yeah. It's Bad a lot. breath. It's a lot. Once you get past hair. that, though. Yeah. Really nice it. people. I get it. Really nice people. I get it. They specifically mentioned the fact that you always say they have horse teeth a couple episodes ago. I always say that? I think it's Brent always says that. I've never said that. It's you, just you've said it's that Europeans in general. You find the episode in the timestamp. <laughs> Dave not, won't do I'm it. I know Dave won't do it. That's why that's why I said it. That's why I challenge you because yeah. Yeah. immediately dismissed. What do they say about me? I've never listened. Lots of nice things. They didn't really say anything about us. Huh. They just said that in re, in smart. in smart. reply they simply said Americans are fat. Yeah. Uh, and we are, uh, to be honest. They were like, we don't have yeah. horse teeth. Nay. <laughs> <laughs> they're actually good looking people. Uh, they're all, okay. I mean, if you can get past the teeth and the eyes. So check them out. They're, you don't have to look at them. That's the thing. And, it's an, and it's the an head, audio and show. The head luckily. Butt, and the headbutt scars. Yeah. Yeah. It's an one, audio all, show. All your 127.54 episode <laughs> this one. Yeah. <laughs> Dang it. Timestamp. Dave's got good glasses, bro. <laughs> Getting over there. All right. I stand corrected. Thanks for episode watching. this one. Check them out. Got him. Um got also him. check out El Yucateco Hot Sauce. You can get it at grocery stores, Walmart, Target. It's 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 everywhere. Um if you see it in the wild, take a picture, tag us, tag them. Um, if they post and you follow them on social media, go leave a genuine comment, say something nice about them. Um, and, uh, they appreciate that. They like the engagement and it's, it's nice for them to know that we're sending people over there and finding them new customers. But if you, if you like hot sauce or don't like hot sauce, you should honestly give it a try. It's life changing. Yep. It really is. I fucking use that shit every day. I have it on a keychain um, in my pocket so I, I could never be left wanting. So check that out. Also check out Print Dirt Cheap. You can go to printdirtcheap.com and save some money using code Sophie Podcast. If you need printed goods or banners or stickers, anything like that, that's the place to get it. Um, check out Jimmy D's Tees. If you need uh, silk screen stuff done, he makes hats. Um, he does stuff with vinyl. He does all kinds of stuff. He sells his own stuff. He's got a product on his page at jimmydstees.com. Um, go check that out. Also check out SKR Apparel. Um, that's S-U-I-K-E-R apparel.com. You can use code Sofa King to save some money. Uh, 10%, I believe. Also check out Retro Vague. Um, if you're into 80 stuff, you can co- use code 80s kid to save some money over there. Check that out. And that is all I've got. Hmm. Okay. So we're going to continue our uh, practice <clears throat> this month of uh, giving some tips and suggestions 
um, on people who were close to becoming a Sculpt Member of the Month. Just, just missed the mark. Just missed the mark, and we wanted to clarify uh, some stuff you might do. And again, this like us saying this doesn't mean you're never going to become uh, the Sculpt no, Member of the never, Month. It means no. the exact opposite. You were really close. Very. And we're saying very. this is this is one thing, perhaps of many, that you could do to to increase your odds so you're still in the running yeah we're just giving but we didn't want to give like individual notes we wanted to give suggestions you're in the cool running cool running you're like a jamaican bob yeah that's how good you are yeah a real man right from right near the beach you're like a ranch dorito like a ranch dorito man so first we had joel ramirez that guy joel ramirez man he's the whitest mexican you ever seen bro joel ramirez it's a white ass name and a mexican name he's a white mexican that is a white ass name Mm -hmm. it doesn't get much whiter than joel it doesn't joel yeah yeah other than tomothy yeah Yeah. or bradathan yeah or jimothy yeah jimothy or yeah billiam the problem is you know that (laughs) billiam's one of my billiam's pretty good you know that the (laughs) billiam's pretty good uh the Mexican, uh, like that Mexican fortune teller guy. He's like guy a cool ranch always, Dorito. He is a cool ranch Dorito. The basically. Mexican dressing, who, who, he always wears like the purple robes and he tells the future like that. Oh, Mexican who was that guy's guy? name? What's his name? Zoltar? Joel, Joel Ramirez. Yeah, that is his That's name. That's him. Like right. he's super famous and rich oh, for Joltar. brainwashing Mexicans. We don't, you know. <laughs> Joltar is like Zoltar. <laughs> <laughs> Can't pick your nicknames, Joel. Oh, man. Somebody photoshopped the fucking Zoltar machine with Joltar. So the problem is, Joltar, um, you've never given us our fortune. Right. No. So don't have power to tell the fortune of everyone uh, watching Telemundo Mm. and then not not share your powers with the sculpt. Yeah. Like, you so need share, to make a post wearing a mecha like a high mecha honey ho hat and exactly. fucking tell us our fortunes. So you need to share not not even just, I'm not being greedy. Like don't I don't care about my fortune, but there are people in the skull who need to know things, right? And yeah. you could be using your powers to help this. I don't want to know my fortune. I don't because they're not necessarily <laughs> not good. No, yeah. it's never good. Yeah, it's <laughs> never good. It's ultimately, good. the end of the story is death. Right. Exactly. It's probably not good. Yeah. It's just a downhill. There's no happy slide. death. No, you, no. you, got, you yeah. got old and diseased and right. passed away and wrinkled up. Yeah. So Joltan, we just need you to share your gifts with us. Yeah, Joltan, you and me got changed from yeah. Joltar to Joltan. Sorry, Joltar. <laughs> yeah, it'd be like you will meet new friends. Like that's a good fortune, right? Not necessarily because it didn't say they're gonna be good friends. So then we have Prometheus Castle Rock, and um, well, one Prometheus thing that has been m- mentioned many, many times, times in, in, the bonus in the bonus episodes. episodes. He asks He's great very questions. prominent. I don't even know what's stopping him to be honest. That's the thing. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, you're right. There, There is a little bit of, there's some weirdness, though. I don't know what it is. Dave better tell us right now, because I'll be honest, I'm voting yes. You're voting uh, yes? Yeah. Oh, wow. We're in the half seas here. Yeah. Part of it was, and I don't know why, um, he he uh, used, I think, I think this is from back in the day. I think he was shot down earlier, because as you can see, I'm not going to shout out the actual number, because... But you can see what his original Patreon pledge was. Uh huh. Just a weird number. That's kind of maybe there's something there though. But then he upgraded and rounded it out. Right. <clears throat> so he was just too, he was too he was two cents shy. Maybe of a dollar amount. Maybe he's young as fuck. <clears throat> born around that date of sorts. You know I mean, mean, the name you've know, always know. praised the name. You know what always I mean? Like it's not the name. the name. Like the last like last show, uh, their name was the issue. 
you know, uh, what was it, Karen or Catherine? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Catherine. Yeah. yeah. So I want to remind everybody that that we do have a sixty nine cent club. So if you upgrade your pledge by <laughs> that's part of cents, what I'm thinking. Yeah, like his yeah. his was a certain dollar number and ninety eight cents. Yeah, the sixty nine club instead of just rounding up to a dollar amount. Or rounding down to a dollar. Yeah, it really made us feel invaluable. Exactly. Or going with 69 cents. Yeah. Like any that, one of well, those. That, the 69 cents shows that you're doing that on purpose. Right. The not given the next dollar amount. It's like, because like, here's the problem. Like, we're doing, I feel like I'm doing something wrong. Here's the problem. I'm doing something wrong. I'm staying strong. He did round up. I'm going with it. He well, did round up. Cents, so, yeah. but, but now, you know, I think we might have been uh, like looking at his application earlier before he rounded up. But back then, when we were first looking, because you could not even be a patron, and you're still eligible to be yeah, a sculpt sure. member of yeah, the you month. You don't have to be a patron. That's but the sure. problem was, since he was two cents short, what that said is that two of the three of you aren't worth a fucking penny. Mm. Or I'm guessing it was guessing. a message. Yeah. Or he was like, "Check this out. Yeah, here's my two cents." Which, and then he no, gave he it didn't to us. give us two. He cents. just did. He did. He give just it to did. Us. He gave. And us he gives us his two cents. He's a very strong contender. Hmm. He's a very He's strong very contender. Strong. It's very close. Strong. Now that he adjusted that nine ninety eight, he is very much in mm-hmm. the in the mm-hmm. the the running. I mean, you know, they always say, "Don't look at your heroes." Maybe he just didn't want to see us on video. Oh, that uh, might have been it. Maybe he I looked mean, into the light. Yeah, yeah. Then we have Mark Miller. <laughs> Mark Miller. Yep. Mm-hmm. Old fucking Miller. Old time. Eminem. Old uh, driller. The old driller mm-hmm. Miller. Mm-hmm. He's white trash for sure. Really? It's always Miller. Is it M A R C? Can't help it. It's always Miller time. M A R C. Yeah, he's Mexican. You think so? Yeah, like Mark Anthony or I don't think so. Mark Esperanza. I think he's white as fuck. You think so? Yeah, and then he has a fucking wooden sign that he fucking routed himself in the garage that says Miller time, Mm. hanging on the front of his house. And you know, you know why all that's a problem? Why? Because he only drinks PBR. Yeah, it's conflicting. It's confusing. Like if you're gonna go through the self-routing Miller time sign, drink Miller. What are you looking? He's like him up. Trying to find him on Facebook. Good luck finding Mark Miller on Facebook. I'm gonna find him right now. He might have luck. I'm trying to send half these fools fucking whiskey glasses and t-shirts. Tell you right now, you're not finding them on Facebook. It's fucking (laughs) difficult. They're like in the ether and not on social. How did you find this? Lives in Bakersfield, California. Oh wow, Mm -hmm. that's my friend from high school. That's the wrong Mark Miller. Is it? Yeah, I went to school. Is he a teacher? Yep, he's white as fuck, huh? Yeah, is that Tall, him? skinny, blonde. That's him. Yeah, kind of looks like a panda dog. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a picture of a panda. <laughs> that was a picture of a panda dog. I don't know if it was a panda. I don't know what that was. A chow someone spray painted. I don't know what you did. That was not what I was expecting. Yeah, show me again. Just see on your it again. Phone. It's not a panda dog. It's, it's, or it, it's a panda dog. <laughs> After you said that, I said, like, "Yeah, I see the dog." Yeah, so that's yeah. so. Yeah, part of the problem yeah. is part. The real problem, Mark Miller. You don't know who you are, Mark. Is that you're a lycanthrope, <laughs> and on the on the on the waning moon, you turn into a panda, and that's disturbing to us. We don't. I don't know how to fight a wear panda. Do you use silver? Panda. Do you use garlic? Do you use uh, brass, copper? I want your permission to use panda wear. I'm gonna make a new like indestructible Tupperware brand called Pandaware. Oh, <laughs> and then you could Tupperware. use Mark Miller as your uh, mascot. He, he's like, "Hi, I'm Mark. You're gonna love my nuts. Yeah. <laughs> Try Pandaware." Yeah, he's my yeah. infomercial. And then guy. he transforms into a panda and gives his panda cry. He wrestles a panda. Him and a panda. He gives it to the panda and tries to let it break it. He hides panda treats inside the Tupperware, and the panda can't get him. What exactly That's is a panda treat? A panda treat, a little bamboo, a little bamboo treats, like bamboo snacks. A panda treat, you know, you know, a little treat that you get pandas. 
I do. Uh, yeah. <coughs> anyway, so not sure if those tips helped any of you, um, but we wanted to bring it up, let you know you were close. Um, in the case of Prometheus, Prometheus Castle Rock, I think he actually uh, well, remedied him, the I issue. Found him for real, so actually, we'll, we'll found have him. to to look. <laughs> you really I actually found, found him. him in the group. Let me see. <laughs> Brad Stunning. Yeah, he's not to say. What is that? <laughs> what is he? <laughs> Those are like ski goggles. Bro. Giant That's ski goggles. more than a ski goggle. That was rich. He lives in La Jolla. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. La Jolla? Yeah. La Jolla. Huh. Yeah. Rich or really poor? Wait, it really is the guy I went to high school with. Is it? Yeah. Did you it know is. he turns into a panda at the I was unaware yeah, of his panda moon. I didn't know he listened to the show. <laughs> There's him without a ski mask. He's done which, well for himself, though. Which one is he? The tall one, really tallest is. one. There. I don't know. I didn't. He isn't in. There's a bunch of white people on the picture. He's like, I don't know. They all look alike. He's not in pandemonium. Well, one close, of them's in. We gotta close out. Two of them are elderly people. The other out. one's a woman. There was only one option there, Dave. Just because they're all white. Okay, are you gonna start? Are you gonna say? Are you gonna? Don't be a retard. Okay.